Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of my podcast. I'm joined tonight with midfield dynamo, Mikey Ray. Evening, Mikey. How are you? Evening, Willie. I am fine now. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Thanks for coming on. No worries. Pleasure. Good, good. You looking forward to this? Oh, I definitely have uh, really enjoyed hearing the past episodes so far. So Good, good. Have you got all your research done? Well, as much as I can with myself, <laughs> I suppose. Really. <laughs> so, for all the makers, always give back to players and tell me about their early days, far they started, and how did it start for you? Uh, it was probably just primary school, to be honest. Uh, I just mind going to school and, uh, well, we used to actually get to school early, primary school early in the mornings for a kick about before school started. And uh, once lunchtime came, it was kind of scoff doing your dinner as quick as you could and uh, get back out on the Fitba Park, finish school, home, changed, back out in the Fitba, came for your supper, you got couple of hours after supper time in our league so typical young loon just a young loon in those days you never really had to f- king around to folks houses and get them out you just get down at the park and you can't be maybe yeah, 10 20 that. folk air can uh, i think my mom was up a happy with the washing used to get like <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, and then i mean there played for a primary school team all through primary school and once i get up to academy it kind of progressed to uh, play for the Ellen meadows for a year uh, so it was just Mental Academy when it was Aye, Mental that. Academy, aye. Uh, well, Gordon Robertson, he was kind of, well, he was actually a bit across the road from me in Stuartfield, and he was kind of the, the the coach of our school team oh, okay. at Mental Academy. So I was off a poly with his loon, and uh, we played at Ellen Meadows together, and then for there, I played a couple of seasons at Peterhead Boys Club. Uh, played for a few times for a Brock Link up and off, and they were. They were struggling for players when I didn't play for a season. Uh, and at the same time, Gordon was actually running a development squad, it was called. So there was other loons, the Broch, Peter Heed and Mintler. Okay. We'd all meet up once a week at the uh, long side. And he would go through a training thing. And uh, I used to do uh, quite a bit with that. I'm, I'm not sure if it was an Aberdeenshire team, but we used to play against Aberdeen City and we used to go to a lot of tournaments down in Glasgow and stuff like that. And That'd been exciting for you, was it? Oh, it was fine, aye. Uh, and, I mean, that eventually developed into, uh, I think, the 17s team at Broch. Okay. So it was kind of the same boys all through academy ages kind of ended up here. and uh, it, was, it was a good bunch of lads and it was a good team, so uh, it was good. Good, good. And back in them days... Did he hear a position or was that a case that he just went on the park and played? Uh, I think I, well, at school, for a mental academy, I used to actually play right wing, which was, uh, okay. which is uh, not nah, nah something I'd like to play new like, but uh, <laughs> uh, I, I chipped in with a few goals at academy, like, but uh, I mean, I, when I played for the boys clubs and stuff like that, I naturally kind of pushed back a bit, I played right back and mm. played sweeper quite a lot for the school, so... Okay. Uh, I was I more that maybe more defensively minded as a as I got a wee bit all lurking. Nobody wants to just bang in all the goals again. <laughs> uh, somebody has to bite it back. Eh? Yeah. And fun did you learn your tackling? I mean, he was always known in the Highland League as a tough tackler. Fun did you learn that? <laughs> well, I actually mind at Academy that I, I wasn't very good at tackling. I used to always uh, get fouls against me for two fit tackles. Okay. Which I, I really did okay. And uh, I think I think for it was was once uh, I started playing for Mod. I started playing for Mod when I was sixteen. So I was 
still a loon, Ken. You're mm-hmm. thrown into men's fit by then, Ken. So it's either, Ken, go big or go home. So you uh, kind of have to look after yourself a bit, Ken. So, uh, I maybe my height and ah, folk maybe think, oh, this little lad will be a bit of pushover, Ken. But when you, when steaming into a 50-50 and, Ken, they're on their, their arse near the bar with the back, Ken, it's... Or in your case, a 60-40. Well, maybe, I. <laughs> It's uh, it's kind of fine to see, can mere for folk doubting you can. So. Uh, boost your confidence and I can't even go into these titles and win them. Aye, oh, that's it. I, I mean, not until lately, I touch wood, I never really bothered with injuries and stuff like that. Like, so it was, uh, no, it was, that was uh, just my game. Mm-hmm. And how long did you baby mad for? Well, I was, I played for them for, I think it was a total of nine year. Uh, Seven as a signed player and two on loan for the broth when I was 17, 18, like, so. So was that the juveniles and the juniors, was it? Uh, no, that was that was just the juniors. Just uh, the juniors, okay. Just the juniors, like, so. No, uh, Mad was, oh, Mad, it was fine, because Mad was just a couple of miles up the road for the house and I, like, so. To be, getting, to be getting games when you're 16, 17 was ideal. Again. Magic. So... So when you started playing for Mad, your confidence grew with the tackle. Well, your tackling got better. Your confidence grew. <laughs> I think so. Like I. And did you nephew lot a place playing well as you kind of money and you just a young lad? Uh, no, I don't think. So. Well, I don't think so because I mean, it was, it was obviously a step up began for juvenile football to to junior football and against money is rather than boys your your own uh, your own age, but uh, it's just a natural progression and can. You either you either play you either played with Manny's or you stop playing football. That's it. Uh, just the natural progression. Eh? So as a young lad, did you hear any kind of influences on your style and the way you played? Uh, nay, nay, overly like. Uh, obviously, I I did watch a lot of football and stuff like that, and you see all these flair players and stuff. Uh, you obviously thought, ah, again, that's the stuff that they were doing was amazing, and mm-hmm. the goals they were scoring, like. But I was more looking at the players that were. Kind of honest, hard working players, and, okay. and maybe did do the dirtier side of the game, not the dirtier side of the game, but the hard work of the game to let these flair players do their thing. So, thought you uh, just describing yourself there, was it? I uh, maybe, I uh, maybe just kind of fair description, uh, right? maybe. Uh, I just, I don't know, maybe, maybe because I didn't hear the flair about me or the, <laughs> the skills that these boys have nowadays, like so. But then now that that comes through with confidence and your inability now, you start believing in yourself. Well, that's right, you know, like, but uh, I don't think you'll ever see me doing a step over or anything. Really. <laughs> no, you're getting no. <laughs> Where was your manager there, Mad? Uh, it was Chris Hunter. Oh, okay. Uh, Chris actually signed me, well, Char- Charlie Duncan was the manager. I was signed here at the Broch when I was uh, 16 year old. And obviously the Broch was full of Full of uh, big names and stuff like that. Not big names, but boys that had been here for years and great players. And as a 16 year old, you're never going to get a game at that point. So, junior football was the next progression. So, uh, Chris had just nailed on to hour at Mad. So, Charlie had obviously gave him a shout and said, oh, I've maybe got a young lad for you to go on loan. Like, okay. So, I mean, Chris basically put me just straight in. I think the first game played was uh, Cruden Bay. And, uh, I hadn't even trained and met the boys, but I was slung in, played right back, and uh, it, ugh, it was just 
just what you want to do in games and fighting to be mm-hmm. fighting to be playing like but it'd been a bit of a derby match that was it mad Croon Bay oh aye aye there was a lot of a lot of local derbies uh, in the juniors and mm-hmm. I like Croon Bay alongside uh, Buckingham Hertz no it was uh, that was good and it was all kind of local boys and I to mad it's a good bunch of lads and going for a well maybe not 16 but going for a, a drink after <laughs> it and stuff like that like so aye that was up a good can you remember the score on that very first game you played I think we won 3-0 actually aye uh, there was actually another lad here, uh, boy Graham Coots that was here oh, a few I... years ago. Like he, he was kind of the talisman at uh, Mad oh, okay. like, so I think he mm-hmm. scored a couple of that game. Like so, been a brilliant start to your, your career, isn't it? Aye, yeah, good, definitely, good, good. Definitely. So, how did your career kick on for there? Uh, I think just the mayor, the mayor games, uh, the better for me. Uh, obviously. Playing for Mad. Well, I played for Mad on a Saturday, and then if they had a midweek game on a Tuesday, uh, then I, I trained with the broth one night a week and trained with Mad the other night. Then the broth, either the 17s, 19s, or 21s, would I had a game on a Monday night. So okay. I would have been playing there and all like, so it was just games thick and fast at that time. And, two or three games a week, and, is it? But I could have been two or two on away. Mm-hmm. Uh, Two or three games a wicket sometimes, like so, a couple of training sessions in between. So and you cope well that. As a young loon, you just went to play fat back in. Ah, so young and fit. Young and fit at the time, so or young and feel, as they say sometimes. <laughs> but young and young and fit. So was you a good trainer? No, I, I love training. Like I, uh, I, 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 up to last year or whatever, I still love training. Uh-huh. Kind of, even, uh, even in the call nights in the broch, it was. Uh, you never get called next to Brock, Mickey. Oh, well, compared to mine, you do. Really. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I love training. Like uh, every training session was a challenge. Can uh, yeah, was trying. There's no point in no training at hundred percent if you're in. Can because I always thought that you train like you're playing a game. Ah, it's the best way. And there was, I think, there was a lot of times when I was at mad. I was maybe nailing somebody or something at training and injuring injuring boys uh, maybe. Okay. Can, I think I was tilt the tone at doing. It's a, difficult a to do that, was it? If that's the way you play. Again, I, I, I just wanted to, as as I say, train as you, train as you play. Train as you so, play. And as a young lad, you're, you're trying to impress as well. To well, keep that's it, and all guy. So, and I, because Chris was, I was speaking to Charlie at oh, time okay. and getting feedback and, mm-hmm. but uh, I know Charlie. Charlie was good here. He, uh, I did get team back a few times. He called me, recalled me back a few times and. He'd give me a handful of games and stuff like that. So it was always fine again that you, you were still in their thoughts, even though you were out alone again. They weren't a, you weren't a forgotten about again. Uh, so if you were doing alone, did you feel that was a, a step back or a, a, a chance to progress? Oh, it was definitely a chance to progress. Because, uh, as I say, they're playing with folk here, same age, and then going up to playing against Manny's. And, uh, and I think Charlie, Charlie, did, he just put you out on loan and stuff like that to, to build you up and can give you that taste of can hard fit back in hoping that you'd come back as a, a stronger, fitter, more experienced player for hoping to try and get so his team for you, didn't it? Eventually, aye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eventually. So you're saying he called you back, did you get a game when you came back or was it a subs appearance? Uh, I was I was back, yeah. I was back for a few games, uh, mostly on the bench and stuff like that. 
there was one Scottish Cup game he did, he did bring me back and he recalled me and says, oh, I were struggling for bodies on Saturday, will you come back? So uh, they were playing a uh, hoik in the Scottish Cup, I think that was 2007, at Bellsley. So he phones me on a Friday night and says, oh, we're needing you here tomorrow. So that's fine. All right, okay. So, uh, but no thinking I'd be playing or running. Oh, okay. and, uh, just just turn up and maybe I'd been out on a Friday night for a, a few a few drinks. Uh, me, me and Gizzy, actually. And, uh, I was out for a beer on a Friday night prior to that game. I was out for a beer on a Friday night with Gizzy prior to that game, which... Uh, I didn't condone, like I didn't. <laughs> the folk just didn't do that now. It was kind of, no, no. maybe just that time, but Young folk, and feel. folk didn't do that now. Uh -huh. And uh, I mind getting to the Bellsley and Charlie named the team, and I'm playing right back. Again, I'd never, <laughs> I think I must have been 17 or something, and Charlie just had a habit of just throwing a young loon in, and, uh, okay. and it was kind of sink or swim, again, but. Uh, I do mind playing that game. We won 6-3, but I didn't have a great game. <laughs> I mean, some of the all are more experienced. Like, I mean, uh, Smiler and uh, Neil McLaren. Uh, I mean, he was playing up front and he gave me a, a few Swedens during the game, Ken. But, okay. Uh, justified? Oh, it was justified because I wasn't having a good game. I couldn't okay. have myself, but... Uh, kind of hard on your debut, though, a young lad. His nerves and kicking in as well. Aye, that's right, and, I, and especially the Scottish Cup, and I've mm -hmm. been... Uh, well, when I mentioned the fact you were out on a Friday night. <laughs> no, probably didn't have that, like, no, yeah. I wasn't hungover or anything like that, like, it's just, uh, just one of those things. But, no, it was a, it was a good experience, Ken, so... And then, did you get a few games, or was you back to Mod again? Uh, kind of, I think maybe that season, I was kind of kept here and just I was mostly on the bench I think I maybe played a handful of games five six games coming on here and there like but that wasn't the fit I, I kind of was a young loon but it wasn't if I was what and I was just wanting games again so uh, yeah you want to play football didn't I, you? so I think I think I did that for half a season here floated back and forward and and then uh, I think I eventually get to Charlie and says no nah, this isn't this is me can, if I make it be in your plans, just now, can uh -huh. I go back on loan to MAD? Can, so I think I did go for one more year to MAD, and then there was no, really nothing else further happening, so I says, ah, can I, so I'll just, I, I'm just going to leave uh, and just sign for MAD. So, okay. Uh, I mean, he, he, he had a good team at the time, and players, and, well, when I was playing, I was still playing right back at that point, so you had Derek Malm was still here, mm -hmm. and Dicko had just signed, because, he, uh, Dicko was actually in my class at college, so he was, when I started, I being poly with Dicko, he was still at Elgin. Oh, okay. And then he came down and signed, so I was like, oh, God, that's somebody else's. <laughs> a lot of competition. To, to try and beat right in back, a competition, yeah. like, so. Yeah. But, uh, uh, it was just, it was better for me to be playing games every week, so I uh, upped and left, like, so. Was that a big decision to ask Charlie to put you back in loan? Eh... Uh, well, no, not really. Like I think, uh, I think that Charlie was. He he had his team that were playing every week, and again, if I was going to get the odd five ten minutes mm -hmm. here and there, and that that wasn't really interesting me as such. I wanted to be playing ninety minutes every week. Better back so at my. Better back at my. Mm -hmm. Still getting that experience again. So, uh, 
Uh, it was probably the best thing that happened to me in, at that time to be playing as much games as you could. So it's a great learning curve for you to learn on your trade. Oh, I do. I mean, the junior leagues are hard league, you know. Mm. Again, and uh, there's some, I some pretty strong teams. A lot of the Aberdeen teams were, a lot of them was ex Highland League players and stuff. That kind of coming back doing the way. So you were, uh, you were kind of in the thick of it straight away. So it was was it the championship in Division One at the time. We was in the Super League at Super time. League, sorry. Aye, Super League, so... The good standard there. Aye, aye, there was, uh, was a lot of good teams. That's when, I mean, Cooter, Cooter was an a good team at mm. that time. And I mind them playing, I think they played Park Thistle in the third round in the Scottish oh, Cup. Yeah. They, they got them at, aye, at Crombie Park in Aberdeen, so... Uh, no, juniors were... There was actually a lot of money splashed about the Aberdeen kind of mm. teams in the juniors at that time, like, so... Uh, and how do you feel you settled into that mad team when you was there pretty much that season? Uh, aye, fine. I mean, there was a few of my pals and stuff that played for there, so okay. it was easy to kind of just progress into that team, like, and there was a fine local lads and stuff mm -hmm. and that, like, so there was no teams, junior teams then didn't really get a heap of different boys for you in a booth oh, right, okay. Zach and a local lad so no it was it was fine like so and did you keep playing right back uh, I did for the first year and then I think Hunter Hunter actually pushed him in it was Hunter that pushed him into centre midfield uh, it was me and a lad Jason McDonald I was here and after a while he uh, we kind of played centre midfield together I think uh, actually mind it uh, Baxter, uh, James Duthie, he was at MAD at okay. the time when I signed and he played centre midfield. Okay. And Hunter pushed me into midfield and it kind of put him doing the pecking order, but okay. he was coming at the end of his time and ah, uh, there. Okay. So, uh, was that a position you enjoyed? I was right in the thick of the action in uh, centre midfield, so that probably did suit me a lot better. Like, and maybe, maybe in the the right size of lad either to be playing right back and up against it defensively all the time mm. and that sort of why I like but no I, I liked it I've, uh, but I mean throughout the juniors and maybe high league now I've I've played along the back four and okay. across the middle and stuff now like so uh, my game doesn't really change too much it's just maximum effort and again hard work and try and benefit the team how you can. Uh, absolutely. A lot to be said for 100% effort, isn't there? Right, yep, definitely. So, so again, did you chip in a few goals that season? I think I, well, I'm not sure about that season, like, but I did I did score quite a few for Mad. Uh, I used to take penalties for Mad for a while, so that always boosted in the numbers and all, like, but. A good record with the penalties? Uh, in the last couple of seasons before I came back here, I had quite a good record, like, but. Paul Campbell signed after that, so he that was a <laughs> he, he was a kind of on them like so. Uh, Paul liked his penalties. Oh, he still does. He. So how did he go on with Hunter as a manager? Do you think he developed a lot under him? Uh, I really liked Chris. Like I, mm -hmm. um, he was. Oh, you can't be Chris is like Chris mm -hmm. is. Uh, Chris is Chris really is he? Well, uh, he tells you one hundred twenty percent every he, game. Didn't he, he? Very passionate. He tells you. He tells you how it is, mm -hmm. and can. But the thing was, when I played right back, it, it was funny because he used to, no matter if it's, well, if you were playing at Mad and you were doing a dugout side, and you used to just get bellers for him. And <laughs> as you were, I, when I was a young loon, and you took it, but I was, I was in the mindset, 
and he was shouting at me, I was thinking, right, okay, I'm going to do that again. Can he was obviously shouting at me for a reason or a mistake uh, or something uh, I had made. Mm. And then in my brain, I think, right, okay, I've done something wrong. I'll, I'll make sure I'm going to do that so again. So you I was learning for uh, that at the time mm-hmm. for his other folk getting in their shells and uh, stuff uh, like that. And it kind of it kind of spurred me on to be a bit better or work harder or that's good you teen the positive was out of them yeah, yeah. no i i really really liked uh, working with chris like uh he was enough a good training was good and passionate that's that's why he's the why he is he's just passionate and wants to win Aye. and be the best for absolutely whatever club he's at and so uh we'll hopefully see him back with some team I in hope so. Future, like, so. I think Fitbit's he's a talent being wasted if he's not back in Fitbit. Aye, definitely, aye, definitely. He's uh, got too much to give to be. Absolutely. Ahead. There's a lot to be said for just the hairtiness leave we crescent it. Aye. I mean, I think his, uh, I think his turf team that he, he's had been unfortunate because they have lost a few of their experienced lads and it is aye. just a team, a, a young loons, Ken, but again, Two or three experienced boys in there would uh, make enough a difference. Is it made enough a difference mm-hmm. to them, Ken? But they'll, uh, they'll, they'll hopefully that Turf team will learn if it has happened the last year or so. Mm-hmm. And Ken, there's a lot of young loons there who's played a lot of high league games in the last couple of years. So uh, it's going to be them of all the good in Ken. I felt sorry for Chris when we came off and we beat him thirteen one here in the cup. Aye. My hair's been out long. Can you say no? I can, and I was speaking <clears> to Finlay, and and he says Ken. You never like to beat a team 13-1 no. because, I mean, you can you kind of say unlucky and stuff like that because no. you can... But, I mean, I mean, that game is something else, was it? I think every time we brought it forward, they scored. That's just uh, the strikers they got here at the moment. Can uh, they just, absolutely. They want to be selfish and score as much goals as they can. And PK was sitting in a stand, missed it, and we still scored 13. <laughs> PK, sorry. PC. Uh, PC, yeah. Uh, no, PK, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Paul Keith made a quick jump out of retirement there. Okay. Paul Campbell, sorry. <laughs> Aye, uh, Juicy, we just went up the park that day and we just seemed to score it well. Aye, and I think we'd got up, up early and I think that the young team, each went doing a wee bit. Aye, yep, but aye. They're fine, is it? No, I can No, I can I've been on the receiving <coughs> end of games like that and I like you. Yeah, you're, uh, you feel like going to a shelf and you're getting. We, we once played a, a Scottish Cup game, it was a junior Scottish Cup game. We was doing it uh, Bonnie Rig Rose. I think in Broch actually played them. Um, Two weeks after we played them, I think we got beat 12 1 okay. in the Scottish Cup, and that was a bad in attack. I think uh, a, lot of, a lot of players jumped ship after that and they kind of sulked. But I think Brock got down and beat him in the proper Scottish Cup two weeks later. And I think that's when I think Brock finished with eight men or nine men. I think that's when they all got uh, was... Gizzy and Dicko and Gizzy, Neil, Dicko. Neil, Neil Main. I think I got yeah. sent off that game. Like, so. yeah. Yeah. And I held on to win 2 1. I held on, like, or a 3 1. No, I think it was 2 1. Uh, 2 1. Yeah. I actually mean, Gizzy tell me about it in his podcast. Aye, like three, three musketeers sitting in the dressing room. Aye, cause I think I was messaging them saying, Oh, what a team they are. We've just been gobbed 12 1 again. Uh, uh, but I mean, that, that junior, I that uh, Bonnie Rick Rose, that was a junior cup game we played. In. They must have had about 2,000 folk here. Again. A big crowd. Ju- out, juniors yeah. doing the road are just. Mad, can uh, they're well organized and they're really good at organized clubs. Big oh, support. Aye, 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 I can. We can, can we can used to we were used to having maybe a hundred folk at a mad game, mm. or, and that was a good turnout. Can straight being at this cauldron of 2000 uh, fans baying for your blood. <laughs> and did you enjoy the better atmosphere with the 2000? Uh, <laughs> nay, after probably the fifth goal, get in now. <laughs> no, 
Yeah. But uh, it was something he probably wasn't used to, like. Uh, it stood in good stead for playing for a Brock. Aye, yep, definitely. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you played a while for Madge. So, fun, did you come back to the Brock full time? Uh, full time, I signed back for a Brock in season 2015 16. Uh, Alan Hale had been manager at Mod. And we'd actually had a really good season the season before, and I think we'd finished second in the Super League, runners up. And then he went away to Keith uh-huh. that preseason, and he'd seen a few of the lads from Mad, William, and there was wasn't really sure if our new manager was getting to be, and there was kind of players were speaking amongst themselves far we get to go, and and we'd actually played the Broch in a preseason friendly here. And I think we maybe beat them. But I I mean, me and Luke Barber, we were playing for Mod centre midfield, and I think we played against Johnny Chalmers, Dean Cowie, and uh, Jamie Mawson was playing a trial game. Oh, here. And I, th- I think we, we played him at the park. I think, mm-hmm. we, I think we battered him. And uh, I mean, I spoke to Mark. and I, I mean, I couldn't mark a four this on a way, because Mark was the Brock, obviously, a four when I was a young loon. And uh, he'd been kind of chirping in my lug maybe about coming back. And, okay. And then I think maybe half another half a season had continued and I'd stuck it out with Mad because I'd been there about nine years or something by this time. And I was a captain and I didn't I felt bad about jumping shit. Okay. Again, I was kind of, had a love for the club again, really. Uh, and then it got to that point and I was like, well, everybody else is again jumping ship and if if I was 27 at the time, and I was thinking, if I'm getting a date, I'll hate a date now, okay? Uh-huh. And uh, there had been a few a few clubs phoning, a, few, a couple of Highland League clubs had phoned and inquired, but to be honest, I didn't know where to go anywhere else. No, just the Brock. Or... Oh, okay. I just, uh, I always felt I just had a bit of unfinished business maybe here. Okay. okay. Nahum had that as much of a chance as I had. Uh, and when Mark had said, like, would you be interested in coming back? I kind of just jumped at a chance, like so. Uh, oh, yeah, that was it. And I mean, Mad were, were really good. They were like, well, we're happy enough. You're getting begun to hire, uh, crack it higher again, Ken. So all clubs want to see folk progressing. Go. That's right. Mm-hmm. Aye, yep. So no, they were up a good like so. I think uh, Mark and Finlay had come and picked them up one night, and uh, I think we'd got the paperwork then, and a good faith playing Mad alongside on a Tuesday night. To, I think the next game was. Scottish Cup away to Falkirk, like so. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was I was naturally playing that game, like, but doing with the boys and on the bus. And so it was your first taste of what the Falkirk. That was the first taste of it. I uh, a lot of Falkirk, like. And you played Mad against Far. Mad alongside on the Tuesday night. And then what? And Falkirk then I off? signed for the Brock on the Thursday night, and then I, I think I can't for the Brock was playing. Oh, okay. That weekend, uh-huh. so I said to Mark. He says, "Oh, you'll be with us on Saturday. You won't be able to play, but you can come do with us." And I was like, "Oh, I'll play on Saturday." I've got Falkirk in the Scottish Cup. It's <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> well, uh, welcome to the big time. Eh? So, I mean, uh, I was on a park train, uh, warming up and stuff with the boys and seeing that facilities and stuff at Falkirk. Mm. It was like, wow. It's a fair old pitch, Falkirk. It's a fair it? pitch, uh, like, uh, so, uh, but I think I, that game, I think I try to get straight involved with the boys as soon as I could. Again. I, uh, mind yeah. the, well, I, I mind some of the bus on Noahim. Uh, we'd stopped in Dundee. It wasn't actually very well run, the, the Falkirk thing. After the game, we were kind of just 
we were kind of just petting a room. There was no, like, after game, no. again, food and drinks or anything like that. It was... It's unusual. We were bunged into a room and somebody came in with a, a box of... A, a box of tenants. Just tons uh-huh. of tenants and just left us. And that was it. So we just picked up a box and kind of get back on the bus. And, uh-huh. uh, I think we'd wait until about Dundee to stop for merge. We stopped for mere drink in Dundee. And for some reason, we'd get into Tesco and... I bought uh, two bottles of wine. Uh-huh. And I thought, oh, I'd drink this on the way home. But I think I'd maybe got involved in a drinking game or something. <laughs> and I'd, I'd have a near neck this two bottles by the time we came out of Dundee. Yeah, know? okay. So I wasn't in a good shape after. I was all right for 15 minutes. And then I think I was made a bit of an arse of myself on the bus. Yeah, the maybe the wine and the beer didn't mix it. Didn't mix well. Like, so that was. Uh, I kind of mind coming in. I think the Broch. Aye, we then had a midweek game for the Broch on the Tuesday night. Team at Rothis, and I mind coming in thinking, "Oh my God, I'm really embarrassed here. I made an arse of myself on Saturday." Again, <laughs> Mark will be thinking, "Fits uh, his sign." It was like I can kind of feed a gremlin after dark. <laughs> but uh, aye, I was I was straight in and involved with the boys. Like so it was fine. So as you say, if it happens in the bus, stays in the bus. Stuff. Aye, yeah, aye, basically like aye. So you said you had a game here, did you say on the Tuesday night? We had a game here on the Tuesday night, yeah, so that would have been, that would have been my first, well, that would have been my second debut for the Brock, like, so, uh, played Rothis here on the Tuesday night, like, so, I got the shout to start, I think Willie was injured or something, so, I think I'd played centre midfield instead of Willie that night, okay. so. Okay, how'd you go on? I think we won, I can't mind if we won 7-1, I think it was 7-1, and I think I scored the first in. Scoring on your debut, take all the good stuff. Scored in the debut, eh? Good. Uh, I think, I, I definitely scored. I think it was 7 1, it was like so. It was just kind of fine to to uh, be back in the Bellsley and playing in front of the cool. home crowd, like so. Decent crowd. It was a decent crowd. Tuesday, I midweek games, I was well. Special nights and midweek games, especially under the lights. Under the lights uh, at Bellsley, and it was doing a garage end, I scored in Ali. Fantastic, so that was, good. That was good, like. Good, good, good. So it was a better second debut than the first team. I think the first team was just a throw in against Nairn, uh, team like so. <laughs> I think uh, it was a good throw in. There's a lot of a lot of lads kind of didn't like being slung on the ninetieth minute or the mm. ninety second minute kind. But when you're a young loo and you're eager, uh, eager to go, and Charlie gave me a shout to go on, and run, I think I run over the other side of the park, took a throw in, the referee blew his whistle, and I was buzzing. <laughs> <laughs> Man of the match. No, I, I kind of got that like. But, uh, <laughs> My phone and my dad after and said, "Ah, oh, you got a game for it. I came on for a Baraka day again. Brilliant. Yeah. How, how long did you play? Uh, about seven seconds. Again. <laughs> <laughs> it's things you'll always remember. Aye, again. How was the nerves before the Rothes match? Uh, I think I think there was. I actually used to get nervous after a lot of matches, uh, but especially that in because it was still. It was still a case of am oh, I doing the right thing coming back or can am I good enough to be here and did you have a wee bit of self doubt? Uh, I think so, like I because I think you think that when you're playing juniors for well nine years, whatever it was, and and you've never gotten a shout really to going. I'd never really been phoned about other clubs wanting you and stuff like that. You kind of thought, ah oh, well, I must not be that again. I must not be good enough for that. Like, but uh, thankfully. Thankfully, Mark, Mark took a punt like so. Well, but at the end of the day, he's not going to sign you. He obviously can't use a player. Ah, he did. So aye, he's not going to sign you if he didn't think you were going to. I know. I definitely. And I think I obviously 
work then with the, the ethos of how he wanted his teams to play and mm -hmm. uh, a lot of energy and high press like so it was gonna I yeah it was good good so do you think it was the right decision and how long did it take do you think well I'm glad I came uh, I think it well probably after that goal got in I probably uh, thought alright here we go okay. yeah. <laughs> maybe yeah. maybe gave the fans a bit of a false uh, sense of fit I was about game because goals goals wasn't really my <laughs> game but uh, no I think in, in the back and of him that he wanted me here uh, was more than owning that was probably probably didn't have much self doubt like but as long as he was happy that Confidence boost. Yeah, I was here. It was a confidence mm -hmm. boost that, that he wanted me here again. So. And you very quickly became a fan's favourite with your style of play. Ah, well, I, well, I like to think so. Well, I didn't necessarily like to think so. Like, but I always, I always gave my all out in the park and and uh, played for the badge. Like, so I think only only a lad that plays for Brock should be doing the same thing. Well, I was always happy to see the team every time I seen you trotting on a Saturday. Ah, well, with a couple of little chats before games. Ah, we did often chat. But... Aye, it was always good. The thing is, if you come out in the park, just like Tossel before you, you always got 100%. Aye, that's it, aye, yeah. And the fans just really warmed to that kind of thing. Aye. Well, as I say, my game was now about skinning somebody and going by folk, and it was just uh, 100%. And that was. Uh, roll up the sleeves and get stuck. Roll up the sleeves, <clears throat> aye, yeah. Mm -hmm. If I was your teammates when you first came through? The, when I was. I will, will your full debut when you was back with the Brock? Oh, aye, uh, well, it kind of. The Brock's the sort of team that it's uh, boys by here a long time, so mm -hmm. can, a lot of the boys that was there are still a few of them that's here now. Can Gizzy, Gizzy was here, Dicko. I mean, Gizzy, Dicko, and Willie and Boomer were boys that were here when I made my first debut. Uh, so okay. it's still easy to come back and mm -hmm. being pals with Gizzy at the same time, and that, it was easy to come back and and, and kind of fit in and. They feel like you were. It almost didn't feel like I was coming in at a new club because there were no, boys good. here that you can't already. I mean, I can't mark in a personal level and ah, because uh, I mean, I'm I'm probably with his wife and ah, so, uh, so I mean, I can't I can't plenty of folk here and uh, no, it was kind of it was kind of an easy transition. That's good. Walking in like. So you're not walking in the doors a stranger. You're not walking in as the doors a stranger. You and I got. 15 teammates to introduce yourself, uh, introduce uh, yourself to and uh, I mean there was other lads that I can't on a Ryan Kiwi can can him for years and uh, it's just it's just uh, just becomes your second family after a while then absolutely. You, you spend more time with them almost than, than you do your own family can two nights a week training and, and some days you're a lot of hell day mm -hmm. with them so it's a uh, it's ever since I've been back here, it's always been a, a cracking bunch of lads. Like, and the Brock's you know, ethos of a family club, though, and Abdi just gets on me, Abdi. Aye, and that, I mean, that's obviously built up because it's our local lads, can there's no it can there's no folk for miles away, and only maybe recently, but I mean, that likes it when he's for Fort William and stuff like that, but he bides in Aberdeen, mm -hmm. so can the Brock never getting. Raking about for folk for miles of water and stuff. It's you just put your talent on your doorstep. No, that's mm -hmm. the thing. And there's a there's a lot of talent in this catchment area in Arkin, and and I, I hear a lot of times folks saying, "Oh, second second boy could be playing for Peter Heed and stuff like that," but they didn't really seem interested in in uh, mm -hmm. getting boys for 
Yeah, which, which, is, which, is, which is which is great for the broth. Oh, absolutely. Ken, so uh, so keep it that way, Ken. Oh, absolutely. As much, as much of the good players at the broth as we can, Ken. So. Uh, and you say once they come into broth team, a lot of them just bide a long time. Well, that's it. I mean, but that's that's due to a number of reasons. That's due to how the club look after you as soon as you walk in the door. The the players that are here, the management, but all your backroom staff and Finlay and. Bobby Cow and Abdi just makes you feel so welcome, folk, and I really leave. And it just makes you friends for life, and I didn't. That's it. I yep, definitely. definitely. You can have took my next question away from me. I was going to say, fire helps you settle in for the club. <laughs> <Right. but laughs> you just answer them. No, it's good. Right. So your first season, how did you go on? Uh, you get game time straight away. No, I don't think so. I think I was kind of in and out of the team the very first season. Um, I mean, I mean, Mark was maybe. He was experimenting with, with team lineups. He he sometimes played a diamond in midfield. He sometimes played three in midfield. And when he played three, I was kind of almost like a, not a right winger, but I was to the right hand side of the three, which, which never really suited me as such. I mean, he he, he played me a couple of games at the, the head of the diamond, which was like, what you'd say is a number 10 role, really, mm-hmm. which was near my game. But he. Uh, so I kind of maybe didn't play as well as I could have done and I was in and out of the team but uh, it probably wasn't until I think the end of that very first season when we played the cup final at Locos against Cove and in that run up to the game I think we had a few injuries I think we had maybe four or five suspensions and and I was I, I played that game I started that game but with a really Bare bones team. I think. Uh, he, he called P. A. Bruce came back and played, and he hadn't been seen for a couple of years. Oh, okay. and he came back and played, and I, th- I don't think anybody expected us to win that game because Cove were obviously a strong team at the time and winning our hand in sight, and we were on the bones of our arse really for a team. Uh, then, on paper, Cove were big favourites at the time. On paper, <clears throat> right? Yep. But I mean, uh, that was probably one of the <laughs> one of the better games I'd played. Mm-hmm. But I think that was just because you just slung into it and can you nothing to lose when you're near no, the favourites again. No. So, and that was that was uh, one of many Mark Dixon winning goals. <laughs> uh, he won a cup final goal. Mark uh, <clears throat> seemed to be a fan of Dean League, mm-hmm. so he popped up at the end league. So, uh, great time to score on that and oh, down to the game. Okay, I know, I know. So no, I think I was in a new art season quite a fair bit, but. Isn't it really till next season that I kind of played a bit of my regularly? And the next season, would you sort of steady at the middle of Middle Park? Or did Mark still experiment? Yeah, uh, he still experimented <clears> now <throat> and again, but I think if we were playing in the middle of the park, I was either the holding, the holding midfielder of the three, or I would have been in the diamond and to one side of the diamond, really. So mm-hmm. mere, in mere a natural position for me, then again, my game isn't going forward, so that was a mere natural position for me to be sitting and letting other boys come forward. So I, I, I did play a lot more games that season. I think I maybe, I think I maybe played. I don't think there was much games I missed that season, to be honest. So it kind of got you settled into the team. Then. I kind of got me settled mm-hmm. in. I think, uh, I think me and Boomer played the majority of midfield that season. He played a fair bit in there. Mark Lawrence, Mark Lawrence oh, played I, in there, and I, he was an mm-hmm. good player. Like uh, Willie West in there, and I was it. Willie, I Willie did play at the left hand side of the three a fair bit, and I like so. Uh, no, 
mean, what else was in there? Grant Noble sometimes played in there. Mm -hmm. Gizzy. Gizzy, aye, he played in there sometimes or up front. But, I mean, at that time, and there was, Mark still had a, a, a big team and a big squad of boys to play, mm -hmm. for, play with. So he, he did, Mark likes to rotate the team. So, uh, do, you, do you like a rotation or do you just prefer playing every week? Eh, I, I think every player just prefers playing every week. I think Mark likes to keep, he likes to keep a base of players that mm. he'll play every week. And in uh, certain positions you can ro rotate, but I think to keep, kind of keep a spine on a team together, I think. Uh, keeps everybody fresh, right? It keeps everybody fresh, like, so when you're, when you're on the bench, like, you're not happy. Like, no. Uh, but nobody's happy to be on the bench, everybody wants to play. Oh, and, absolutely. And you mark must have half a job every week. Oh, it's just me a, me a job, I would like. like but, would you have uh, Mona and Mark no if you didn't get a game? Uh, no, I didn't, I didn't think so. Well, I think at that point, because I was near long in the team, oh, right, okay. I was thinking, well, I've been lucky enough to be playing games. I kind of began chopping in his door. Like, but mm -hmm. I think maybe after a couple of seasons, I would have been questioning why. But Mark's good at why, because... If you are on the bench, usually the boys that's on the bench in a warm up on a Saturday, he'll come round and, and say to you probably why mm -hmm. you're on the bench uh, okay. or, or maybe get a rest you because there's a bigger game coming next week or we've mm -hmm. got a midweek game coming. So, can there wasn't many times you had to knock on his door and kind of can ask for ask for uh, reasons why you wasn't playing like so well i mean that sounds good the way does it keeps you informed why you're playing or you for a bigger game aye so i mean mark and box are going about and uh, they, they they're pretty they're pretty good at letting you can why so that's good you, you can't keep, hear any, you you can't hear any complaints then can no and you don't want players sitting in the bench sulking tomorrow no because no, there's nothing worse because i mean I have been on the bench when boys have been sulk sulking because they're not playing like but uh, it's that's i mean that's natural but they're just part of football, though, isn't it? Aye, yeah. Part of football. You, you play in a squad. Aye. Well, you're a team, are you? Uh, and, there's... and there's sometimes you're going to be dropped and they're happy, but that's just the way. So when you started playing, your first cup final came along. How long did it take you to get a cup final? Well, as I say, it was that first season that I signed, I think. I had signed and the, the Nelong won the uh, Everdeenshire Cup. I think they won at, was that the game up at Huntley when they beat, how did they beat up at Huntley? Okay, it was played up at Huntley and, and they just won Everdeenshire Cup on the way. I think Boomer had scored. Keith won it. Was it Keith up at I think it Huntley? was Keith from my main sales. Well, that was 15 16. And then I'd signed and then we got to this cup final, the Everdeenshire Shield Cup final, and that was played at Locos against Cove. Uh, so uh, it was literally a few months okay. after. And that was, uh, that was, uh, it, was a big, it was a big thing actually because it was like. Well, again, for playing juniors, they may win and bugger all, really, mm -hmm. <laughs> to be an end, again, to a decent standard uh, uh, cup final here. Like, so, and I mean, against Cove, ever ever since I was at a broth, Cove seemed to be the best team. Mm -hmm. again, aye, albeit maybe that season, Bucky good and a wild one and one hang in sight, but Cove arrived as a standout team, so. It's kind of a derby after Peter Reid left. Aye, and I mean, since I was here, can Wavis had a really good record against Cove. Uh, I think there was a while. I think we maybe get seven or eight games unbeaten against them. We just had some sort of hoodoo over them, uh, can so. I think uh, 
John Sheeran was maybe thinking, oh God, here we go again. He <laughs> got that point, I think, for a while. So. Uh, well, we definitely had seven games in a row they hadn't beat us, and they finally beat us here on a Wednesday night 2 1. Aye, aye. Because we were speaking about on a Y2, we must have jinxed the result. <laughs> oh, typical. <laughs> But even then, seven <coughs> games against Kate, uh, uh, Cove, that's, that's a, a fair, uh, mm-hmm. fair go in that league. So your cup final, that'll give you a taste of winning some Aye, definitely, aye, yep. Uh, I think, especially because, as I say, the team the team was decimated, really, and, and we didn't hear a full-strength team. So you, you win that and you think, well, if we'd had other boys available, okay, mm-hmm. thinking we'd be next season. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, you go into every season thinking, right, let's try and win a league. Let's try and win cups. I would like to think every team thinks that, but especially here at Broth, you think that every year, maybe things didn't go quite to plan. Like, but uh, that's always the goal is to win cups and and stuff like that. But and be as successful as you can. Being successful, because I mean, your your playing career is nay nay as long as you think. So no. you you try and win as much as you can, in in fit time you've got. So. Uh, can you start out a uh, youngster? You think you've got the world in front of you to play football, but the aye. years catch up. No, it's very true. Uh, so I know that was that fairly gave me the thirst to go and to want to to win mayor and be successful. But good, good, good. That was your first cup final disappointment with the Brook? Uh, that was up at Rothis against for Martin. We got beat there. I think that was two one. I think uh, Harris actually scored after a week. Three minutes or something, he scored early doors there and one 0 up. But I honestly, we were just terrible that game. We just, it was just one of that games for nothing good right for us. And and uh, aye, for Martin, I deservedly won the game two one. But that's a, that's a big disappointment. Like that's again, that's just things you learn. Fay absolutely. Uh, but can you get all your family up for cup finals to watch that? <laughs> and they're sulking in the car <laughs> away or the bus away. It's just no. Nay, yeah, quite the same. Here's the thing now, if the players do, we lose our medals. If they keep them, or are in a drawer somewhere out of sight? Ah, well, you keep them, but they are in a drawer. Like, they're <laughs> not out in a month, obviously. They're just thrown up and laughed with their box of medals and, and trophies and stuff like that. But the, the good jeans, like the winner jeans, you hear them out and show them. But as I say to every player that's come on today's podcast, losing cup finals gives you a better taste at winning. Plus, some players in the never get to cup finals. No, that's very true, aye. Right? So, so, I mean, losing's never fine, but... No, no, definitely not. Just like, one of those things. Aye, uh, 100%. So, when you come into the team through this, what player do you think helped you most in the team when you first broke through well, your initial first season? Uh, probably the, the, two, the two that I would say... Well, uh, I've actually grown to have a good relationship with Boomer. Boomer's been spot on with me since the day I I came in. So, and I mean, with him playing, I, well, he played either obviously centre half or or centre midfield. But I did play a lot in the midfield with him, and he he uh, kind of looked after me a fair bit. And uh, no, he he was half a good with me. But McBride and I, Russell Russell was still playing centre half, and. And he was he was so good at organising, mm-hmm. communicating during the game. So <coughs> he uh, he did keep you right and and fit your name wrong, fit your name right, and why you should be at this situation. The big help at the end. Big help, mm-hmm. especially in the why Mark wanted to play. He he's seeing fits in front of him and far. He wants mm-hmm. his screen midfielder to be to help him uh, to be fair. Ken. so the, I mean the position I was playing was was holding midfield. So I mean. 
I should be covering in front of the two centre halves really. So so if the centre halves are speaking to me during the game is that's exactly for you what I mean. Oh I absolutely. So, absolutely. So but no the Boomer and McBride, they were I mean Bags experience at mm-hmm. TV and I like but both characters and I both characters and <laughs> I like but but uh, two top lads and mm-hmm. I like so you can uh, uh, two lads you want in your team to go and get rough yeah. Oh I no definitely that's uh, that's a sort of lads you you'd uh, that's a sort of lads Mackie Mackie give that hundred percent though because you can find that they'd be doing the exact same so absolutely yeah <clears throat> do you get muggle bollocks for them to start with? Or is uh, it mere encouragement? No, I think it was mere encouragement for them. Like I don't know, I don't think I think players kind of if you if you make a mistake or you you do something wrong, mm. players can themselves. Oh, absolutely. There's no, there's no. Uh, I, I was probably I was probably one and a half to shout at boys can if uh-huh. they make a mistake, but it's just got to be an initial shout. Uh, tell them they can themselves when they've oh, made aye, a mistake. Absolutely, into players' instinct. Yeah, we shout and other. Aye, oh, aye, but. I've played with boys before that have just kept going on and on and on and on and you, you turn around and you're like basically uh, like oh, uh, bugger off can uh, exactly because you said it doesn't like, help it doesn't uh, help anybody can yeah, getting on it folk like, no, so. if you're not in a good game you need telling oh that's right mm. aye, so uh, the thing for you didn't have one of them mourners like that in the Brock team no 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 definitely no like no oh there's a few mourners but uh, <laughs> uh, but for good reasons aye, for reasons. good reasons I <laughs> Uh, the thing is, if you can learn from like a boomer and Russell, it can only help your career. Eh? Well, there's no two better role models to learn for, really, is there? Absolutely. Uh? Apart from the buses in the YM. Apart, didn't I, didn't I learn from them in the buses in the YM? So, managers you've played under, you've obviously played under Chrissy Hunter. Yep. And then you've got Mark at the Brock. Yep. How did they, were they similar or different? or? Uh, Probably the the why they they want to play is is very similar. Like, uh, I think they're they uh, how how they want to play is very similar. Just the way they go about with their actual man management uh, is different. I mean, Mark Mark so meticulated by uh, his preparation that he does for oh, okay. games. Can uh, okay, you you? Well, we train on a Monday and a Wednesday, and quite often on a Wednesday before training, we'll speak about the team that we're going to be playing on oh, Saturday, okay. and can he did do a lot of extra stuff like that. I mean, I kind of speak about Chris at the Brock because I never had him at the Brock, but uh-huh. uh, there maybe wasn't so much of that in juniors and stuff like that. Yeah, like, all right, okay. As for his man management, he was pretty, he was pretty brutal, but he. He just wanted the best for his players, and he wanted to to win. Like, but Mark, I mean, Mark took me back here, so I mean, he gave me the chance to keep, to come back, and and obviously we uh, James, James, uh, and his backroom staff and I, Alec, and and it was our boys, you can and us, so it was easy to easy to get on with as well. But the Rafa, the Rafa, well rehearsed and fit their day in the uh, okay. uh, they want the best and they want to give the players as much information before they mm-hmm. step out on that park about the other team and about what they, they expect from you and they and not only that they fit they expect as a team they individually mm-hmm. can uh, Baxter's Ivy's Baxter Ivy says if you work harder than the other team you'll win more games and you'll lose mm-hmm. and so that is the Brock's 
that is a Brock's thing to to outrun, to outfight, to outplay that other team. That's your game that you did. Well, that suited me, like guys. <laughs> it suited me very well, mm-hmm. like so. Aye. No, Mark's. I. I mean, fit Mark's done since he's come here, and I. You kind of. He's done well. You kind of. You kind of say he hasn't done well. He's improved in league position every year since he's been here. I think uh, the professionalism in the club and ah, he expects the highest, the highest form of professionalism as he can. Uh, no, I think he's done a. He's done a good job so far. Like. I remember thinking of the Rangers game for Mark being such a young manager at them. How well he handled it. Oh, I. He did really well. I. I mean, you, you obviously I watch it back noon again still. And kind of how he came across on the TV, mm-hmm. it was just like a, it was just like another day at the office. He was, uh, seemed so cool and calm. Must have been a big thing for him too. Probably inside he was kind of shiting himself yeah, really. I can <laughs> but, imagine. Now he handled himself well, and we'll come. You played in the Rangers game, so we'll come on to that <laughs> a wee bit later. But so both managers had similar things, the desire to win and the way they went about their business. Aye, I mean the the why they play now. And Chris Chris was an attacking manager. Uh, and uh, that was just the way he played it. The, the Brock style is very similar to his. And when the chance is there to play to the back, through the middle, mm-hmm. and the strikers, it's there. But if nay, use your strengths and, and get the ball forward and, and use your fast guys, likes a PC and stuff like that. Or guys with bags of pace to run behind and likes a fig fucking hold it up and take so much of their players into play and Willie can hold it up if he's up there and Is there so much more options playing your strengths? So much more options again. Mm-hmm. A lot of lot of a lot of teams you see are dictated by how their manager is. Again, the mm-hmm. manager look at Mourinho, he wants to play this defensive again, that's maybe in a suit in Tottenham and it may have been a suit Man United at the time. No. Uh, so I think Mark Mark Ken's how he wants to play but the, the the boys that he's got at his disposal can that that uh, that pushes him to play that way as well. Uh, like, he's, so. he's got a great background team running with him. Ah, that's right. Uh, every one of those guys a vital contribution. Oh, aye. I mean James James is half a good he is uh, with all his drills and stuff that he does and he gives you that hunger to go into the park and mm-hmm. uh, they took in Anthony as is a top coach. His his drills at training are really good and and Alex has been Alex been here for as long as I can mind. Can uh, he'll be here another 30 years. He'll still be here. Uh, but I mean, I've kind of Alex since, well, he's a, obviously a teacher at Academy, mm-hmm. Academy and Alex, so I've kind of grown up Ken and Alex. So, but I are, they're our top lads. Like, so. uh, and it's good for you, and everyone them just want the best for you in the team. Aye, that's right. Aye. So, I mean, fit me or do you want it as a player? Can, so. Well, that's it. They're giving you a platform for you to go and play. That's it, yeah, definitely. Fantastic. So what about injuries then? Did we hear a lot of injuries? Uh, no, not until lately. Like no, no, couple, couple of broken noses here, but not, not a lot. Maybe the odd, the odd hamstring pull and stuff like that. But nothing, nothing that's kept me out for weeks. Like no. Nothing until later on in your career. Nothing until later on, mm-hmm. like I, yep. Which is maybe just a combination of wear and tear through the years. I don't, I'm not, I'm not, not hundred percent sure. Like so. In your position in the park, it's an all-action place. You'd think there'd be a lot of injuries in it. Aye, you'd think so. Like, aye. Uh, you obviously get knocks and bumps and scrapes and stuff like that, but nothing, nothing that kept me out for a period of time. Like, yeah, you know, I've been pretty lucky that way. Like, so. Good. Did you ever hear the misfortune of breaking a bones on an opponent? 
no, I don't think so. Like, oh, that's, that's good. Uh, no, I've lucky enough that I never, I never did it. Well, now that I'm aware of, like, I wouldn't uh, definitely wouldn't like to think of doing that. Like, no, but it's, it's obviously it obviously it can happen at any time. You could tackle somebody in a half heart tackle, and that could happen. Like, but uh, no, touch wood. So yeah, I think Jamie Mawson had quite a bad injury there last week. I uh, well, I was actually messaging him, messaging him the day before, uh, wishing him good luck and everything, and was speaking back and forward, and he was asking how my injury was, and uh, and then obviously I, I was I wasn't actually watching the game, I was listening to it on the radio, and I uh, see he's had quite a bad in that. Did it was actually broken? I'm not sure if it's broken, but he's about to get an operation next week or something. Oh, no, it's good. He he might be back till pre season or something. I think, so. Yes, good. Uh, well, the good uh, thing is a young lad and fine and strong. Hopefully, he'll get back pretty quick. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's he's been uh, a top player for them in the last few seasons. Yes, like certainly is. So, and he's a broth loon and all, mm. so you never care if it'll happen in the future, do you? Well, you just never know. Yeah. Is that a wee dig for Jamie to come back to black and white? Yeah, <laughs> well, he, broth lad. You'd like to think he maybe would do. You've kind of It depends how far Cove can go. I mean, mm-hmm. but, uh, he's doing all the right things at the moment. So, good luck to him. Just on Gove, how far do you think they can go? They've done well so far. They've done very well so far. Uh, I kind of see, see why they kind of keep progressing. Like I think that's their goal. Their goal is uh, to get all three of the leagues as quickly as they can. And, uh, and I mean, it, I, I think it's mad. I, I look at their team lineups and the 90% of their team is still... Their hind league team, kind of team that played in the hind league. So, so if Cove can do it, if, if Cove can do it, I mean, you look, you look at it like Sambrora beating Hertz the other night as well. Mm-hmm. Like, so, I mean, there's no, there's no as big a step between the 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 lower Scottish league to the hind league either. Like, so it it does t- it obviously takes a big a massive effort. Like, but I think Cove have Cove have been they proved the point that they can be uh, able. No, they certainly have it, and long may continue, and hope they get. It. Continued success and move up through the leagues. Yep. Okay, Mickey, it's time for your fans' question time. You ready for this? I think so, like I. Okay, first question. When you were a youngster, did you set any targets you would like to reach as a player? Uh, no, I'd, I'd, I wouldn't say so. I think uh, as a youngster, your only target is to, <laughs> to play the next game. Uh, I think you just take one game at a time and you just want to be you want to about your feet and be playing playing on the grass and mm-hmm. out in the, the finer or it's more often the, the nice of fine weather here like but I don't think as a youngster I get I uh, I probably wasn't as committed to it as a youngster as I would have been obviously later I think I just played fatball for the likes of the, the just likes of fatball. Play. Yeah, uh-huh. just just for the sakes of playing. Nobody mm-hmm. else played fatball, so you played fatball. So I wouldn't have said I set any goals. Like no, I just got a bit of more into it than all that I got. Obviously, mm-hmm. so uh, set a goal just to go and enjoy yourself. You just go and enjoy yourself. I, I mean that's that's what Abby says, is it? Fatball, uh, just no, just go and enjoy yourself. Fantastic. Like, but it's uh, and if you was a youngster and you aimed the bar, you'd heaps of balls. Oh, that's right. I oh, I oh, it was a nightmare from the boy. The boy first bought was good aim, like so. But, uh, oh, I yeah, was yeah, he was chopping up boys. Who's first? The boy had a, the good bar, like so. No, I remember I did that as a youngster. Just say my mate was Godfrey. I can't mind his name. 
Chapman or is Fred coming out? No. Can I hear his bar? Can we get his bar? I used to be at uh, the boy would go hey Marley, I'd go, oh, well, uh, can we keep your bar and I'll, I'll throw it in your garden for him cycling by later. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's very important things about us. Oh, eh? definitely. Right, your best moment as a Brock player? Uh, best moment as a Brock player? It's easy, is it? I mean, you can say cup finals and stuff like that. Cup finals is always good, good to win, obviously. Uh, I mean, for somebody that didn't score goals, I scored two up at Strasbourg mm -hmm. in 2017, which is that's unheard of. Like. Uh, so I mean, that was that was a a good moment. But I think, I think uh, we hit a game here against Cove, and. I think it was 2018. Cove was obviously a fair team. And I think it was a Wednesday night here at Bellsley. And uh, we played Cove. And Mark had named the team and I was playing. But he'd said, oh, I'm wanting you to be a man marking job. I, I don't want you to play centre midfield. I want you to mark Jamie Mawson. Okay. And I was kind of thinking, all right, okay, here we go. Uh, I was thinking, oh, this is going to take a while for my game. Can I'm going to be why am I being teen out of playing centre midfield? And he says, wherever he goes, I want you to follow him. Okay. Wherever he goes, follow him. So, all right, okay. So, Jamie, the game started and I followed Jamie and kicked him and chased him and ran after him. And, and kicked him again. And he just wasn't getting the bar, so he he dropped into left back for a while mm -hmm. to get the bar and I followed him at left back. Good. and I mind him, I mind Eric Watson shouting at him and saying, will you bloody get on the back? And, uh, and I mind him saying, that little fucker keeps following me again, I can't get a laugh at him. So, <laughs> and I mind, he, ah, he was out of the park, he was he was playing against Ryan Cowie for a while and, and I, I was standing right aside Ryan and, uh, and it, again, it was like almost it was two boys. But Cove is a, a team of well, superstars really, but for some reason Jamie just made them tick, so mm -hmm. ticking him out of the game disadvantaged them a lot. And I mind we walked in at half-time. I walked in with Jamie at half-time. Okay. I walked into the dre Jamie's dressing room at half-time and sat down aside. <laughs> you joking? <laughs> Just for a joke. Oh, okay. The, uh, it seemed got booted out of there. Like, <laughs> I mean, somebody messaging me after the game and I say, you know, you get to be standing at the end of his bed tonight, Ken. Just, just following him, Ken. But I think, I think that was one of, one of my better games because, I mean, it was a it was a disciplined performance to hit the action and uh, and it obviously benefited the team and that was I was I was my goal was to be at so I mean there has been there has obviously been other games and stuff like that but uh, I mean I wouldn't have picked I wouldn't have picked games where I'd scored a goal was was mm -hmm. a specific game like because that was that was one. That was one in a million when I scored a goal. So it was mm -hmm. mere, mere games when the team had played well rather than me individually. And so I'm trying to picture Jamie's face when you sat aside him in the boot. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think I moved pretty quick when Eric Watson spotted me sitting aside him. Like, so Probably a good choice. Wise choice like. <laughs> so. Well, that was that one good. Here's an interesting question for you. Was there any defining moments that shaped your career? At, at the Brock? Or anywhere? Uh, that tough isn't it? Aye, it probably is. It's not even I've really thought about it as such. I think uh, 
I think as as far as the 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 broch the broch goes, um, I mean we played up at Bucky. It was actually in my very first games, and uh, I think we won two one or something. And I, th I think I'd set up one of the goals. And there was a couple. Oh no, was it? It was actually a broch at Belsley. And I mean, I wasn't having a good game. And there was a couple of lads under the, the stand in the crowd. And I, I'm not getting any names or anything, but I think they were giving me a bit of grief during the game because I wasn't having a good game. Oh, I brought fans, right? Oh, aye. Mm -hmm. uh, they were giving me a bit of grief. But they felt I've heard they did a few pints before the game uh, and got a bit of carried away. And, and they, they'd shouted a couple of, couple of harsh things to me. And I mind Boomer... I mind Boomer heard if they'd said. Well, if I'd ever said, then I say, because this no, is a no, family I'm show. No, I'm going to be saying that. And he'd heard what they'd said, and he'd kind of walked over to them. Okay. And says, Ewan's better wise up, Ken. Mm -hmm. And and Finlay had actually fallen out with him. And now, Ken, Finlay doesn't fall out with him. No. So, I think at that point, I was obviously disappointed for what they'd said, but to Ken that I had the back end, uh, one your teammates mm -hmm. and for Finlay for such a placid guy uh, that I stood up for me and I, mm -hmm. I think he'd said look if I get to treat Brock players like that uh, then i off basically uh, again so I think that I think that game there I was thinking right okay this is this is far I, I want to be here again and, and I'll get Ahang to play here again so uh, no I think that that was now obviously a, a playing thing that had changed how it thing I think it was more the why I thought of the club and and, and more importantly, if they thought of you, and if they and if the boys here had thought of me, mm -hmm. like I probably, you... probably probably that that same year, it was the same year that I did win. I think I won player of the year that year or not. So to to kind of your teammates are thinking highly mm -hmm. of you. Was it players player? Mm -hmm. Can that's even that's even better. Can when mm -hmm. the players player, that's even hardy ones. Can. She appears voting for you, isn't it? Aye, that's yeah. it. Aye, so mm -hmm. can, you might need the, the the stuff that folks see. You can folk read the paper and see the goal scorer and stuff like that, but can, your teammates mm -hmm. can exactly how you played. So. Oh, absolutely. So I think that was maybe, a, that was probably a turning point playing-wise. Like, so. And for that two comedians, if you're going to ask 90% of the rest of the fans of this, I oh, might you saying a great game. Ignore Aye, maybe. Like, aye, yeah, it's just the two that you hear. Uh, can... <laughs> something too much beer or something. Aye, so. can, uh, but I've been standing there myself, games shouting at folk like, so, I mean, it's part and parcel. Of... They paid a tenner on title shout for the oh, league, aye, I suppose. Aye, aye. Oh, definitely. Aye, sometimes aye. it doesn't help a player, does it? No, I can. I can, and that's... that's uh... Especially if it's a younger player. At, well, that's it. Uh, no, like, I, I, I was in late 20s, so it, kinda, uh, it was a bit of water off a duck's back, but... You're a young loon, can your your own fans should be. Uh, I can I'll give you a great example. Like... Kizo, he was nail on the team, yeah. and he made a couple of mistakes as you do. There's two guys, and I came at the same two guys. I know were giving him pelters, and I would have said, "Look, guys, he's a young player, and young players you expect mistakes. He needs aye. time to mature and settle into the team." Mm -hmm. And aye. I kind of look at it, man, and maybe thought different. I say no, and that oh, was well, it. that's it. Can folk folk are entitled to their opinion and say what they think, but maybe it does take just for somebody to have a word with them and they yeah. they put them in their place, but maybe rationalise things a bit. Uh, but the Kizo certainly wasn't a to a bad game, was he? No, 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 no. I think Kizo's a quality player. But uh, I suppose that's one of those things that fans do they care about a beer too much. Ah, that's right. Aye, oh, definitely. Right, during your career at the Brock, Mickey, did any teams try to tempt you? Uh, 
Well, it's, I mean, nay, uh, Highland League teams try to take my wah, but we played, we played Inverurie Locos, I think that was the first round of the Scottish Cup at Locos, I think that was a Friday night game, 1-4-3, was enough, uh, it was, I think we were 4-0 up or 4 went up at half time or something, mm -hmm. and uh, I used to always play a few ding-dongs with the boy Neil McLean, the captain at Locos, mm -hmm. we kind of had two centre midfielders and, and uh, I was in the, the mix of it. And I think I wound him up a hell game and there's been a game of minutes piece. Mm -hmm. I mean, going into training on Monday and uh, Baxter says to me, oh, I had a phone call with you in, uh, on Sunday. I said, all right, okay. He says, oh, it was Jim McAnally at Peter Reid. I said, all right, okay. He, he's wondering if you want to sign. And I was just like, ah, oh, me? For Peter Reid. <laughs> For Peter Reid. <laughs> me? He said, oh, I was at a game, he was watching a game and he says he's wanting a centre midfielder like you because uh -huh. he's never since Dean Cowie'd stopped playing at Peterhead, he'd okay. never he'd never been able to replace him. He said, mm -hmm. and uh, I was still kind of standing there with a puzzled look on my face, going, <laughs> "I, I me," <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and just just instantly I says, "No, I'm not interested." Uh, nah, the travelling and stuff would be a massive thing for me, you know. But again, the bro. Uh, it's all your, it's all local lads, it's mm -hmm. all your pal, no your pal, well it is your pals, because you, you become pals and you become family with them basically, but I was never interested in going anywhere else, going no. you just wanted to play here and that was... No regrets about that, no? Uh, no, not really, because I mean, there's a, uh, they were like, oh, you, but you'll, again, they've got a bus Kings doing, they're training in Forfar, they train in Forfar or whatever, uh, they've not got a bus that goes to say Peter Heed, but... I'd have been the only bugger on it until uh, until Aberdeen uh, weekend, and I was like, ah, oh, that's just nae. It's a fair hike. That's actually the mayor commitment, can mm -hmm. you could be doing Arnon and stuff like that. And uh, February division, third or second at the time. They were at second, and I was like, nah, that, I think I'm fine here. <laughs> <laughs> and you've never regretted it, no? No, I don't think so. Like that. That's good, yeah. excellent. So you were on about earlier about the managers playing good attacking football. For the other teams in the Highland League, did you admire? Or maybe they said might a bit like the way they played. Uh, I was like Nairn. Nairn, I was trying to play football. Mm -hmm. Even even up the last year, whatever. When I did did play against them, they they've got a young team. They try to play to the back. I think we played them up there, and we I think we beat them three or four nil. Maybe not last year, but a couple of years ago. But and they lost a goal and they lost a second goal. And even then, they still kept trying to play for the back. It was just, okay. just just how just how their manager was obviously getting them to play, and mm -hmm. it was good to see. You can, I obviously their their parks usually in mint condition. There, there's an alley. Yeah, it's a good it, pitch there, isn't it? It's a good pitch to play mm -hmm. football on. But ah, um, uh, you don't There's there is a, a couple of teams that just lump the ball and can maybe 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 the Highland League is is. Mere, a mere direct league but mm -hmm. there is always a, a few teams that do try and play for the back but I mean, you've obviously got the likes of your Broras and stuff like that mm -hmm. but good attacking football and, and again it's a good game to be involved in like but likes of Nairn probably probably up there like I thought Wick all straight played some Wick, decent Wick I, I, they actually do I was, we've had a actually been hammered a couple of times at Bellsley by Wick they, <laughs> they, they do get the the bad doing 
quite fast and they're darkening areas and stuff in our way. I remember me and my wife went to a holiday in Italy and we were playing Wick here and we lost 3 2. Oh, aye. So I was sitting out in Italy with my Baroque tap on <laughs> and a guy came up, he thought I had a Juventus tap on. Oh, you're joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's frozen when I'm from Scotland. <laughs> no, I do mind, I mind, was that the very first season I was here or the second season? We played them here the very last game of the season. There was a big crowd here in Arcs. It was the Brock's last game, and mm -hmm. I think we got beat 4 1. And that was an embarrassing attack. Nay, that, nay that it was embarrassed because to get beat by Wick, it was just mm -hmm. the, the manner that we got beat. I think they, uh, they passed the us up the park and mm -hmm. just again couldn't get near them. Uh, yeah, I think was it the last season? Well, name my last season, but when I did come back, after I retired, I actually came back. Because the very first game, must have been the 19-20 uh, season, uh, Baxter had phoned me and says, oh, I suppose you could help us out. Mm -hmm. We're struggling for players for the very first game of the season. Mm -hmm. I was like, how? And he said, oh, there's a few boys a lot working, there's a couple of injuries. So they were playing wicket home. All right, okay, well, I says, I'll help you out mm -hmm. for as long as you need. Because mm -hmm. I was still struggling with my knee and stuff at this point. But I was happy to help. So, played wicket home. I think me and Gre uh, young Greg Buchan played in the middle of the park, and I think we won four 0 at home maybe. Okay. And but even then, they they still try to play the right way. Mm -hmm. It was just we were we were two in their face, and and did did they do them over a bit like but at the no wick and Nerner. That's good. It's good to see teams playing the right way. That's right. I yeah. That's what you want to see. Right, your next question. You my glasses on. What was your pre-match routine? Uh, <laughs> that kind of pre-match routine. Well, I think I used to always just come here. Well, I used to always come here, uh, get changed here, a bit of a yak with some of the boys. And then there was always a kind of handful of us used to, I was going out in the park and mm -hmm. yeah, a wee bit of keep you up ease and I'm up about the bar and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Stretch just, legs just almost stretch legs mm -hmm. a wee bit of, but, I uh, I often tended to work on a Saturday morning when, when I could. Oh, like right, like okay. the home games and stuff like that, I would have been working on a Saturday morning. So it was uh, a lot of times I was maybe working in Aberdeen and, and then coming straight for work through to the Bellsley. So oh, okay. kind of a lot of folk like to go out for a walk and mm -hmm. stretch the legs and stuff like that. But I was like, well, I've been grafting since <laughs> 7 o'clock this morning. Okay? I've been humping blessed aboard all morning and uh, stuff like that. You need a seat like, and so relax aboard. I need to sit down for a wee minute. But some folk I was, again, I mean, Willie, I was saying, again, how do you always be so energetic mm -hmm. again, during a game and then come off the park? Feeling fine, when you've been working all day. He uh, just—it's in his head that he can't do it. Uh, okay. so, and I mean, there's a lot of folk that was, uh, again, they would have pre-match meals and stuff like that. Uh, and, okay. And Willie's Willie and well, I mean Willie and Ryan quite into their, their fitness and eating the right things and stuff like that. And uh -huh. I maybe didn't have time to take my dinner on the way through, so yeah. I would have stopped in by McDonald's <laughs> and grabbed a McDonald's just and then and then played in played in the game and it wouldn't have affected me I no. think a lot of that sort of things maybe in, in folks heed sometimes again I think if you're uh, I was naturally fit again, mm -hmm. naturally fit so was you a nervous guy before a match? Uh, I did get nerves like I uh, I reckon I reckon why I think I've always just had nerves before games 
Shows you care if you've got nerves there. Eh? I think so. Like I don't think there's anything wrong with, with being nervous before games. Uh, I think it's just the 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 Kennan fits of what will happen in mm-hmm. the next two hours again and hoping hoping for the right result and hoping that you play well, hoping that your teammates play well, hoping that can can like your team doing just a culmination of things really like but I uh no, although yeah, pretty much routine, but I always used to I always used to get changed into my strip and then after the game I would take my strip off the opposite way I'd put it on. Okay. <laughs> that sounds a weird thing, so uh-huh. I would have put my socks and that on first. Uh-huh. But then my socks would have been the last thing I'd take uh-huh. off okay. afterwards. So a lot uh-huh. of the boys thought that was weird and I would have been uh-huh. going about in the change room with just my socks on. <laughs> <laughs> And I suppose a lot of players had different things. Lots of folk had different things, Ken. Uh, it just seemed to be one of the, the rituals I seemed to do. Like, it was a bit weird. Like, the... So even you started again, just say you started again poorly, is it difficult to get into the game? Or do you kind of struggle all the way through sometimes if you didn't get a good start? Uh, no, I think I think there's a lot of things that can change how your own personal performance has gone. Uh, but me. The team doing better can can obviously change your own personal performance. If you if you are struggling and you're struggling personally, and then a team scores and it maybe gives you a cushion to then mm-hmm. maybe relax a bit and be a mm-hmm. bit more comfortable. But for me, it could be something as simple as winning the bar back. As well as a win the bar back, a tackle. Uh, can mm-hmm. sometimes a tackle to me is as important as a goal. Can mm-hmm. like absolutely one tackle that can. It could lift the Belsley, you can mm-hmm. it could lift the fans, it could could lift your teammates around you. Just can I just I just think there's 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 little things during a football game that can 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 change the why things go. Uh, can mm-hmm. can Leesky could make a save and and that Aberdeen thinks can right okay well, we're gonna go up we need to we need to kick on for here uh, and stuff like that. Can mm-hmm. I just there's a uh, different folk think different different mm-hmm. things can. A crunching tackle for you to lift the crowd. A like crunching that. tackle. That can you could see somebody else saying it. Maybe near their best game, and mm-hmm. can, if there's a corner, or a stoppage in play, you nip over and say, "Look, can you're you're doing all right. Can uh, you just need to relax a bit eh? and mm-hmm. and uh, can a bit of a bit of encouragement for your teammates and can I think especially young younger sort of players, you need to be doing that anyway. You kind of be on their backs and oh, stuff no, like no, that. No. Can that's just I know. Fogging's into their shell, and they need to be encouraged to mm-hmm. that they're good enough to be here. And there's no player in the world's never had a bad game. No, that's right. No, definitely. And I've had plenty of them, so uh, you kind of take on for your experiences to to try and pass it to to younger boys. Perfect. And Arkin, so. It's all about being good teammates, isn't it? Well, that's it. I yeah. Right, Mikey, we need to move you on to the bit that everybody likes. Okay. And now need you to pick your best eleven player. Okay. Four subs and a manager, and again, as I said, everybody. Every player that's doing the podcast will listen to it. First, Mikey picking. <laughs> <laughs> so just tell me why you put in in a wee brief description. Okay. Right? Well, I mean, I'm getting to pick players for for my second spell at the club because I mean I didn't play enough games with the likes of those bigger. I the the Charlie Duncan era. I mean, I've I've played games with kind of likes of Mikey Stevens and stuff like that. Played at the time, but I just didn't play enough games with that guys. Okay. So. Uh, number one in goals, I'm going for Leesky. Okay, very popular choice. Well, Leesky's just been the mainstay for 
it broke for years and years now. Uh, although he was actually mad when I was at mad for a while. He was uh, he was a, he was signed with Peter Heed when he was younger. I think he was at Aberdeen and then he was at Peter Heed and Mad Hunter managed to get him on loan to Mad for a few for a couple of seasons and he was outstanding then for just being a, a young loon and all. And I mind uh, I mind Charlie Duncan phoned him up one night and ah uh, and he says to me, I like that boy Leesk you've got as a keeper at Mad. And I says, I honestly he's, he's brilliant, eh? Uh -huh. And there's a reason he's been Ken Barry has been already, Ken. Well, Charlie signed him for the Brock next week. <laughs> so his career's out of here. I like to take credit, but aye, it is out to me. But uh, Leesky's unbelievable. Ken. He's, he, he's got a hang, his shot stopping, his, his handling. He's so good coming for crosses. When, Ken, crosses are peppered into your box and you're under pressure, and Leesky's very good at coming to claim for that. But his... Uh, his the, Kicking out his hands is unbelievable. He 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 starts the attacks a lot of times uh -huh. for the Brock. The why he just I reckon even how he does it, he just seems to zing this bar about waist height straight into the straight into the running space of your attackers skin. Uh, and if it hits a deck, it skids. Ah, it just uh, skids skin. Mm -hmm. So I mean, oh, he's a, he's an easy choice for me. Like, okay. So, kind of handle his drink like, but he's a he's a he's is some keeper like. <laughs> Oh, he's enough a lad. Well, he's going to be podcast very short, so I'm asking him oh, about two okay. beers. There uh, Number two, right back, I've gone for Deco. As I say, same again. Can he, uh, when I was first here, he was like a Derek Milne, but I didn't play enough with him. So, mm -hmm. but I mean, I mean, Finn Deco did sign it at Brock. He, was, he primarily played centre midfield with uh, Bully. Mm -hmm. I mean, that, first couple of years that they played centre midfield and it was just two two young loons in the middle of the park and they were battling teams mm -hmm. and we experienced players and all like they just had so much uh, aggression and hunger and just I bet they could play and all but obviously his his progression was to, to far back to right back and I don't think there's a better can he's just he's one of these these Brock lads far ended up being a Brock for Mm -hmm. I can't remember, 12, 13, uh, however long, Ken. There was a reason he was here for that long. And uh, he, he uh, he's, a, he's a good character here in the dressing room and, and ruin about the place and all. So. And he's a cup final hero, he so he's loved, gone. loved a cup final. Like, <laughs> he loved a cup final. Nah, he's a top, top lad, Dicko and all, like, so he's, he's quite an easy choice. Like. Uh, left back, I've gone for Roisey, Ryan Kawit. Okay. Same again. He, I think he's played left back ever since I came back here. So there was, uh, he was going to be the only winner there. Like that, his, uh, he's he's progressed so much since I my I mind him playing and he played for alongside, and he was kind of tall, kind of gangly, mm -hmm. not gangly, but just he was just a thin, a thin young loon. But the work he's done on himself. To get into the shape that he is, he's 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 a strong lad now, but not just that, he's become one of the best left backs probably in the league and his his set piece delivery the corners and stuff like that is second to none. His this score the odd good free kick and mm -hmm. all like and but his energy levels are off a high. So he the why Mark likes to play with the, the full backs 
getting up in park and all like Ryan just ideal for Ryan's him. Ryan's just mm. ideal for him. He's a machine, so and uh, he's an everything. He's just become a a good mate over the years, like so. He's an easy choice now. Okay. Two centre halves. I'm going for McBride, Russell McBride. Okay. Uh, as I said before, he was even the ones that kind of took a hood of me when I, I did come in about and kind of guided me and helped me out when I was starting starting here. Like uh, he was obviously slowing down at that point of his career and maybe didn't play, probably didn't play with him as much as. As I would have liked, but uh, what a player, like. Oh, a cracking player, wouldn't he? What a player. Again, whether he played centre half or up front, he was he was just the same. Again, I've seen him do things in training that, <laughs> that I've never seen any other player do. <laughs> I mean, I mean, finna was it bro first? I mean, he he buggered his knee, and uh, he came back a lot sooner than he should have done, but he still felt his right knee. And, so he just decided that he would train and use his left foot all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's how he became so good with both feet. And he just he just said, oh, well, I'll just come back to train. I'll just use my left foot. And Amazing, eh? So it was just a, he was just a natural bit. But what a... Again, skillful. Mm-hmm. He's unbelievably skillful, but what a hard, a hard player. Oh, like. those nails, weren't he? And he, he wasn't just overly tall for a centre-half. No, he's, he's great just, in the air for size, so wasn't he? Unbelievable in the mm-hmm. air and... No, he's. Uh, I still speak them yet. Like so, he's. Uh, he's. He's an easy choice. Just a winner though in the park, wouldn't you? Oh, I just a born winner. Like mm-hmm. I. Uh, I. Better I look, he's better looking than Boomer though. Oh, well, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll not get to say too much about that. Like I'm, I can have to sit in the fence here, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Boomer yeah. has something to say about that. Oh, eh? again, right, first playing back here, Warsaw. Uh, Heiser, Heiser okay. playing in there. Heiser is an animal, and I, I and I mean that in a good way. I don't mean he's he gings out and hurts folk and, and batters folk, but I've never I don't think I've ever seen somebody so naturally, naturally fit, mm-hmm. and that he's just got his athleticism about him. He is quick, he's strong, he's hard. Okay, he does mark the odd. The odd mistake and and folk, folk are quick to jump on him for that. But I think you've got to you've got to mind how much games he's played at Brock and in the position he plays, a mistake does lead oh, and absolutely. quite often lead to goals. But Heiser's actually a year younger than me, and when we, when I was younger, we played in a development squad, and it became a Brock seventeens. We actually get a war on a tournament to Sweden. Played in a tournament in Sweden, the Gothia Cup, it was called. Okay. And there was a lad that pulled out and couldn't manage. Well, Heiser was, Heiser was the, the fill-in, the fill-in player. Okay. And he was just this young, shy loon that didn't really say boo to, uh-huh. boo to a goose. And mm-hmm. He came back after that and he, he suddenly just seemed to be oh, right. a, a different person. Just again. blossomed for that tournament. Just kind of blossomed mm-hmm. for that, really. Like, but he's, a, oh, he's a top lad. Like, he was and, a defender then as well, like. He was a def- I think he played right back maybe then. Like, yeah, okay. But, uh, so it was a marking him up. I think so, like guy. Uh, I may say that I, I, I made him the player he is like, but no, <laughs> 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 I seen like but Heiser's a top player. I think if if I think he he could have played higher at some point. Mm-hmm. You know, like if he if he ever got an opportunity, like but 
Same again, he's a broccoli and he mm. was a big guy anyway. Uh, but no, I think he's an excellent player. Like. Okay, that's your defence sorted, is it? Yep. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going for two holding in the middle. Uh, I've got Boomer in there. Boomer, I didn't get to play as much games with Boomer as I would have liked to. Uh, a culmination of his injuries, probably. Aye. Unfortunately. Mm. But I did, there was probably a good season that me and him kind of played in the centre midfield and he's a, he's a sort of lad that you want in your your team because he would run through brick walls mm. to be playing. Again. But I, I don't think a lot of folk, I think a lot of folk overlook Boomer and how good a football player he is. I would, I would agree 100%. I think he's a, I think technically he's a cracking player. Again. Mm -hmm. uh, and Ken, on, well, I'm not saying Abdi, can folk maybe say he's not the fittest of lads like but he can shift out of that park when he needs to and I've seen him score a few a few crackers of goals mm -hmm. like um, uh, for a big lad he can fairly move for a big lad he can move but he's just the sort of lad that you want playing in a side you and makes you feel comfortable there and he's another team that's been here for forever can <laughs> he's uh, he's just been unfortunate with injuries the last couple of years and I really hope him Getting back to fitness now, can he does get a wee run of games and mm, can, can hopefully finish in a high when he mm. does eventually finish. Another huge fan's favourite, just oh, like yourself. Oh, he's uh, it's a no-brainer for for him in there. Like uh, he's going to play alongside Paul Young. Okay. Paul. Paul's. I would say Paul is the ultimate midfielder, in my eyes. But I mean that's that's probably. When Paul came, me and him just seemed to hear, and I can bet it was, we just seemed to click together. Mm -hmm. As a two in the midfield, Mark just seemed to, we just, every week, we just seemed to play together. Mark would name a team, and it was the two heroes in the middle of the park, as he said. <laughs> and, and that was that was it. Paul, I think actually Paul is a better gun forward than he thinks. Mm -hmm. I think uh, if he's unleashed a bit, he can. The, the position I always played was the holder. So Paul naturally he was a better player than me, so he could push on and he made up late runs into the boxes and he did chip in with the odd goals. But what an engine he had on him! And he's just I I don't think I've ever seen the man sweat. He's just no. he could just run all day. Like Ryan Kelly, non-stop hell game. Just non-stop the hell mm. game, but. So good in the bar and can composed and mm -hmm. uh, he's a real winner and Alex. So I mean, I I love playing playing with Paul. Like he just uh, just seemed to be the, the two of us every week just playing together and that was it. That's good. So uh, now the tip and playing in front of us, I put in Willie. I just had to get Willie in here at some point. Willie could have played in only of those positions so far probably, but. Uh, Probably in a, there's probably not enough. You've probably not got enough time to speak about Willie again. <laughs> Willie was there since day one when I was there, two thousand and five or whatever to, to now, and I think I think he's, I think he's getting better with age. Certainly is. I think when you maybe when you do step back and 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 far back through the team in the midfield into centre halves, you, you learn, you learn different positions obviously, and you mm -hmm. learn how the game, goes again. 
And I think Willie's just teeing up, teeing up, and uh, made the best of it. And you could play him anyway. You could play him absolutely anyway. And, and I think he is. And and he, and he would he would give you an eight, nine out of ten mm -hmm. every week. He he's near he's near the tallest of lads, and I have I've I've never seen anybody so good in the air. Strong in the air, isn't he? Unbelievable mm -hmm. in the air. I think uh, I think Sean Butcher's pretty good in the air. Mm -hmm. But Willie's done it for years again, I think. And he's scored a lot of goals in all, Willie. He certainly has. Uh, and I mean another another Brock Ladkin. I mean Fit Mayor is the Brock as a team one than than a handful of Brock lads playing for them, can. Uh, we a great desire to play for a Brock. And Willie's the same. Willie's probably had offers to gain other mm -hmm. teams over the years, but he's not interested in that. Can. It's testament to the players and the Brock. Aye, definitely. But what a what a fine what a fine guy, top of a lad. Uh, just he he could have played on away in this team. He just had to had to get him in. You'll hear about the beetroot juice of you. Oh, aye. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got a lot of things like that. <laughs> okay. He's got a lot of quirks about him like that. Aye. <laughs> Right, uh, what have we got next? I'm going to play a front three, you know, so on the right-hand side of a three, I've got Paul Campbell. Okay. <clears throat> now, PC, I played with him for a season at Mod. Well, I actually mind when he was younger and he played for Stonywood. And I mind he actually smashed me in a tackle. Okay. And he, he nearly, he honestly nearly put me over the railings around about okay. Mads Park. And I was thinking, fuck, this boy, like. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I don't think, I don't think I've ever seen him do it again. I think he got a read card here at Bells Lee one Wednesday night against Cove for doing something similar. But what he's got, every attribute to be a top striker. Like, well, he is a top striker. That's mm -hmm. just, that's just what it is. But. He'll score. He'll he will score absolute barrel loads here, uh, and I think if he he he'll uh, he's just got a hang. He's got pace. He's so quick, it's unbelievable. The the opposition defenders must be just quaking in their boots. Oh, uh, absolutely. And they must come here to start with Ken that he's he's and I think the Y marks played instead of him being straight through the middle. He's coming in off the right. I think that's actually benefited him because he, he well, kind of goes in in for that side and that, and he can sneak around the back post and, and get for the left hand side and that. So, but he's uh he's he scores barrel loads of goals and he uh, he'll he'll keep being up to the broth for years to come. I think. Well, he's already got hundred one so far. Well, that's a pretty good ratio. Yeah, for how much games has he played? Ooh, I'm not sure. I'm going to check for you. Uh, he'd. Uh, He'd have a very good ratio, wouldn't mm -hmm. And I actually think playing slightly wide and right is a better position for him. Oh, I definitely, mm -hmm. yeah. And he's a big, strong lad, and I, mm -hmm. I, I files think that he doesn't use that to, his, to him enough, Ken. But, mm -hmm. I mean, if he's scoring 101 goals, what well, am I to say that he's, <laughs> well, he's doing something wrong, uh, He's doing something right. Nah, but he's, he, he's the same again. He's a, he's an absolute legend of a guy, you know, like, so he... Uh, still a young loon, plenty of football, you know. He's plenty of goals in him yet, like, so... Long may that continue. Uh, on the left hand side, that three, I uh, had to get Gizzy in, he said. Okay. He told me I had to get him in. But he no, him I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> How no, much did he get in? Nah, he had to get in, like, definitely. He, he's the same He's the same as Boomer. Can, I didn't play as much as I would have liked to have with Gizzy. Mm -hmm. But I mean, 
he, he was obviously coming to the end of it when I was here. Uh, but probably the most natural football player I've ever seen. Two two fitted. Based, I don't think is he Ken's fit fit he his strongest fit is. Well, I like to ask him on his podcast. I well I mind I mind him injuring he's up a bother with his ankles and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. If he injured an ankle he would just use other fit. Uh, it's, great, it's yeah. unbelievable. <laughs> Can the, the the goals I would like to see a highlight reel of Gizzy's goals cause, oh, some beauties. Because I don't think he's I, I don't think he's ever scored a top end. Well, I did ask him about top ends and he had the rocky's brains. <laughs> I it's just, I mean, I mean, only time that we would have had a game for a mod or text Gizzy after saying, "Oh, how the game go today?" Mm-hmm. Oh, I know what is. I know bad scored today or whatever. And you'd speak to somebody else saying, "Oh, he scored an absolute, an absolute rocket with him again." Top he, corner job. <laughs> but he wouldn't tell folk that. He's yeah, just kind of, it's near him, but he. Uh, Oh, what a player! Like and the service he gave to the Brock, and mm-hmm. that's that's undoubted. Like, but he uh, he was just coming to the end of it when I was kind of here, so I didn't get the best of him. Like, but I mind coming down to watch games if if our games was cancelled and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. What a, what a, what a player! Like, uh, up top, straight through the middle, fig. That can uh, that really can't fit the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, he'll get Mikey Stevens' goal scorer uh, record. It's just uh, I've made two beats about that. Like he uh, and that's a, that's his goal. Can his mm-hmm. goal is to do that. And I mean, uh, I think he must be the same height as me. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying maybe try to clutch at straws there, but for. <laughs> For the size he is, what a strong... Uh, yeah, I, did, I did play against him when he was still at for Martin, and I mean he was going down the right-hand side. And I think for Martin was beating us, he was saying a bad game that game. And I mean McBride shouting to me, God's sake, would somebody just nail him? Mm-hmm. And I thought, ach, I'll do it. <laughs> so I came out to challenge him, uh-huh. tried to nail him and just bounced off him. Okay? And he's mm-hmm. just... For, he's just strong. that low centre of gravity, mm-hmm. strong, stocky, he just... Defenders think they've got him, mm-hmm. and he just uses that body to roll them, and uh, it's just you, you, you just kind of stop him. Eh? I mean, his goals speak for themselves. I think Brock, unfortunately, missed out when he did get away for it two or three years. But same, same as Willie and Heiser, can Brock lad, he was always going to come back at some point. So, and I think the fact I've heard. He's better now than he was. He's come back a better player. I would agree with that. Mere experience, he's of course. Ah, mere experience, like so. But uh, no, he's he's unbelievable. Scores goals for fun. He scores it? goals. So I'm sure between PC Fig and Gizzy, we'll maybe get a few goals between them. Like, mm-hmm. uh, for almost made your team in. I'll allow you four subs. Four subs. Oh, that's fine. I've got four written down. You could probably pick about twenty for us. <laughs> uh, Jamie Beagley is a sub. That's just. He could play one away. He's he's like Willie. He could play one away and and uh, and just nail for whatever position he plays. Mm-hmm. Hard as nails. Mm-hmm. Athletic, just naturally good at football. He just seems to glide over a turf, Jamie. Can uh, I was listening to Ryan's Ryan's podcast and can and he was saying that can you forget that Jamie is a while sure mm-hmm. and comes back like he's never been alive. Uh, it's true. Uh, uh, magic. That must be it. so hard for him to do that. Uh, 
you miss a, a couple of sessions and mm. you maybe feel that you're not up to it again, but he just comes straight back in and and uh, like he's never been a wise. He's, he, he's a he's a winner. Mm -hmm. uh, I've got Gary Harris. He, I think he's the same as BC. He's just a natural goal scorer. But he's the same as Boomer and R. He's he's uh, struggled with injuries the last couple of years. Like, but I would I would really like to see I'd really like to see a fit Gary Harris this next coming mm -hmm. season, and see if he can be. He's a lot tougher, Gary. Because I think he's he's uh, he's getting to his twilight years maybe, and I think he's still got a lot to offer. I think uh, he could be a big player yet and score a lot of big goals. Uh, I picked Dean Kawina. Okay. Dino, Dino's just he's he's in the middle of the park, or he can he can play middle of the park or centre half and all like so, and he it's kind of a team of winners to be honest. He's uh, there's no there's no slacking of Dino's in the team, and I, I mean when I was at school, he was a year older than me. I mean I I I be I used to say oh, what player Dino is, mm -hmm. what player is, and the right again, he. Uh, He's just a natural born winner and 110% in us, so he's an easy unit to put in there as well. The same again, maybe didn't play enough with him as I would like to have to get into that first 11. Okay. Uh, I've actually picked uh, Young Kizu on the okay. bench now. because I've played a massive amount of games with him, but I think he's got so much to give us. I think he's going to be a massive player for Brock in the next few years. I hope so, because he's fairly coming on. I think, I think, uh, I think he's been unfortunate, maybe that he's not played more games than he has already, but you forget how young he is still. Mm -hmm. And to have probably played as much games as he has, puts him in good stead, Ken, but albeit he, he's got, I would say he hasn't got a lot of pace, but he's got no pace. <laughs> he made me look like he's saying Balkan, but he's just a defender. He's just uh -huh. an out and out centre half. And for a young loon to speak and communicate during a game the way he does, that, that's mm. unheard of now. Mm. So he could go in there and communicate, and he just heaters and kicks on a while. Mm -hmm. And he's just a proper centre half. Good. And he did a cracking game against Montrose. I did watch it. Uh, mm. I watched it back actually. Kenneth, kind of, I was working. So I'd uh, I actually subscribed to watch it. Okay. And then played it through my works radio. Mm -hmm. So I was listening to it at work. <laughs> and then once I got home later oh, on, I watched okay. it back. Like, mm -hmm. but I just bet I heard he played off a wheel. Like, he so. did. It was a big test for a young lad. Aye. Uh, okay. Because the Montrose that uh, big lad playing up uh, there in Alec, mm -hmm. and he's a handful. But no, I think I think he's will be a. Yeah, big player for the Brock in the next few years. Like. Well, we'll come back in 10 years to your second podcast. We'll just speak about how good Kizu is. <laughs> aye, aye. Hope so, Luke. Right, where are you going to pick the manager? Well, I'll hit a pick Mark. Okay. That's an easy in for me. He's, uh, he's a man that brought me back and and uh, gave me a second chance at playing high league football again. So I kind of I thank him enough, really. So, And I mean, the why he was with me then I did get injured and stuff like that because I mean the initial injury that I got to my knee happened in November 2018 okay so it wasn't it was hampering me but Mark basically let me train once a week okay so I was going through and getting physio and stuff on a Monday 
and then I would maybe train Wednesday or vice versa again. And uh, he just he just had the confidence in me to that he says, look, okay, you need the head treatment, mm-hmm. but you'll be playing on Saturday probably if you're if you're available. Mm-hmm. He just he wanted the best. He was I was he was spot on to me, you know. And the style he adapted my game probably to fit I was playing like a four and I think since I I came back to the Brock and, and played for Mark it was probably the the best the best I'd played in my health career. Good. You know? So I mean why would I not pick him when he's he's made you a better player than you have been here? So uh nah, he's a top lad and I I, I, I really hope uh, he goes on to have a lot of success as a Brock manager in years to come. So. There's a quick thought for you. Mark goes on to have success. Would you ever have thought that some of the senior clubs might take him? Want to take him over? Uh, I don't know, Ken, what Mark's thoughts are on that. Uh, personally, like, but I think maybe every person for Kenny, he, he's, uh, he's a young manager, maybe mm-hmm. he does have goals up the leagues. So, and I mean, if he does, if he does decide that that's his thing, then then fair play. But the Brock, uh, the, the Brock job is a is a big aim for him to, mm-hmm. to take the start way to find his feet, and I think he's done an awful good job. So I kind of see why that he maybe wouldn't want to progress his own his own career. That's uh, that's one that's one to maybe to ask him that like no, I, was, I just thought about it because uh, he's doing such a good job and as a fan and being selfish would want Mark to stay here oh 100% but I, for Mark as a personal manager I, it would be good for him as well it'd be good to see it'd be it, good I. to see him go up the leagues and, and uh, progress his own his own career but as you say as a broth man you want him to bide here oh, for, absolutely. As as, for as long as possible well, I thought he's done a brilliant job and I think the, the why he's been going lately and over the last few years, I cannot see that changing anything. Yeah. Soon, so. And every player I respect all sings Mark's praises. Aye. Like what you've just done as well, how Aye. good he's been with them. Yep, I definitely I had So if you listen, Mark, you're not going to way, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll read back your team to you. Leask, Dixon, Cowie, McBride, Hay, Christie, Young, West, Campbell, Johnson, Barber, Subs, Beagery, Harris, Cowie and Simpson. But there's one name missing. Is Mikey Ray any playing in your own team? I don't think I get in this team now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah, you can't be picking your your yourself and your own best team. So uh, no, I'll maybe there's four subs. I'll maybe go in the bench, Luke. Okay. So who do you think this team you've picked here would be if they were in their peak fit playing? Who do you think would be in the Highland League as lads? In the current Highland League. Mm-hmm. I would say I would like to think that they would them firing on all cylinders. I they'd be they'd be in the shout of that league, Luke. A lot of good players in there. Oh, yeah. I forgot to ask you. Sorry, who's your captain? Uh, ooh, a lot of choice in this team, yeah, isn't there? There's a lot of choice, eh? I'd probably... Uh, I'd probably get the uh, Russell movie. Okay. And be Russell or Boomer. Too many experienced, kind of... Does Boomer your vice captain? Oh, aye, Boomer. Go VC for Boomer, aye. The V's of Victoria Cross. Aye. <laughs> aye, it was a good team. Good experienced team here. Aye, yep. A lot of good characters in that team, eh? Oh, it'd be a good night out of it. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're going to get a few different questions for you now. Okay. A few random questions for you. Have you got any hobbies off your football? Uh, aye, I do. I play a lot. Well, I play a few other sports as well. Mm-hmm. I like to play golf. Uh, 
anything, anything sporty really. Um, just, uh, just spending time with the family and stuff. Just now is is probably as good a hobby as anything. Uh, got a wee, a wee daughter, eighteen months old. So she's, uh, she keeps him on my toes when I am at home to work like so. <laughs> Uh, Too many gods, I think. Was she, she's in amongst that thing, like so. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably the mere, mere steps in a day now oh, than I did before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, probably fitter than I've ever been. <laughs> so, on the controversial subject, VAR, for your thoughts, yes or no? Uh, nay, for me, like, no, I'm not a big fan of that just now. Uh, no. Can you see it improving on the town scene? Or is there anything they could do to improve it? Uh, I would like to see... Well, you obviously... They always said that there was going to be some teething problems to start mm-hmm. with, but I mean, that's maybe a year or so now that it's been on the go, and, and I think every week there seems to be something that pops up for and VAR is now an issue, Ken, so it's it's pitting folk off the game, Ken. If, 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 somebody's, if somebody's been disallowed a goal for... A striker's armpit being offside. Ah, that's stuffed, isn't it? Again, if you think about the the attacking team is always at a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Again, they're naturally running towards the goal, mm-hmm. so the body's always leaning that way. I think it should just be your feet's offside, your feet's offside, and that's offside. I uh, just doing those uh, wolves against Fulham the other day. Wolves had a goal disallowed. I think it was his fingertip. It was a. It's crazy. Oh, I can. And there's lots of good players can't celebrate. No, I can. No, because yeah. they're always looking just to wait for something to happen. <laughs> but I mean, the likes of the McTominay fouling the boy for Tottenham the other day. Mm-hmm. Son, he he brushed his face, and oh. the boy's doing rolling about. Three and, minutes he laid on that ground. I can. I mean, they they must can. There's all these cameras on them. Mm-hmm. And so I mean, surely that boy's son's got to be embarrassed. With that, can. But then he cheated, but they got the goal disallowed. They got the goal disallowed, aye. Can you imagine doing that to Belsey? No, I can. Your hand fans will be getting your belt, does not it? Yeah. I don't think I've got a dive in there, can I? Well, that's <laughs> what I love about Idle League. It doesn't appear to be much in the way of diving. It's, no. it's on its kind of fit, but. Aye. Oh, I, it, right now, I would much prefer to watch High League football than any of that either. Me and I. It's a hard watch watching a game oh, of TV. I mean, I'm an Everton fan, and I was just saying. The other night, it's it's just so poor to watch. Oh, no, it's no good, is it? It's bad enough being an Everton fan, but just the the football in general is just so poor. I know. I think their fans doesn't help it. But if you're an Everton fan, that there's a big rumor Daniel Clivert, somebody plays for Everton. Oh, I can want Old Trafford. Oh, I the I Calvert Lewin. Is that his name, Calvert Lewin? Aye. Oh, well, I'll be happy. Actually, he's a good player. Me being a United oh, well, fan. I can I? Oh, I. <laughs> Okay, okay. Right, your best friend in your playing days? Uh, probably Gizzy. Gizzy, okay. Your favourite holiday destination? Uh, I would say probably New York. Okay, have you been? I have actually got my auntie bides in New York, so been over a few times to visit and stuff like that. Good. Did you, have you been to the, it used to be the Twin Towers, have you seen it since I, then? Uh, I actually went a four, I... I mean, two, uh, 1998, it was the first time I ever gave and we get into the Twin Towers and stuff like that. It's just uh, it's a sad thing to see that yeah. happened in that new league. So, I mean, my auntie, she's actually, she works, well, she worked near far from there and she'd seen the plane fleeing past the window of her building. Oh, wow. And, and it was just, I mean, I mean, we were actually going, we were playing a school game that day. I think Abbey Mines far they were, if that mm-hmm. had happened again. We were about to play a school game against St. Macher and 
was hard. He was speaking about it. It's crazy. That was just. Uh, I seen it on TV. And I actually thought it was a movie. Oh, I okay. didn't realise it was real for about twenty minutes. Uh, I was watching it. Uh, I just. Yeah, you can't imagine things that happen. Thankfully, hopefully, uh, it never happens right, again. Yeah, definitely. Okay, if money was no object, what would you like to live? Uh, I probably probably somewhere like America. Uh, I think uh, you could maybe pick somewhere else. It would be a bit sunnier all year round. Could mm -hmm. you? Uh, Spain or somewhere like that. Aye. Uh, just uh, just somewhere that it's near. It's now 15 or 20 degrees on a Saturday and then small drifts now on the Mondays, which is we've got here just now. Aye. It's now fine, especially on a Saturday afternoon, it'd be all the freezing. Oh, car. okay, no. Must be some cold games there. Oh, there has been. Uh, you just kind of get used to it. Well, I think I was just got used to it. Like, <laughs> you just expect it. It's all a short sleeve sort of guy. Like. <laughs> what would you do differently in your career if you could? Uh, I would like to have been. I would like to have. Played more games here. Mm -hmm. I would like to have maybe, I don't kind of maybe sticking out when I was younger to try and get into that team at the time. Uh, but I mean, you see the likes of Gizzy and Willie. If I was kind of coming, they were already in the team when I came in. But they played however much games. Can't remember how much games Gizzy mm -hmm. played. But I would have can I would have loved to have had numbers like that again. And been here for years and years and years, but I'd 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 not regret, but that's something I wish it had happened oh, okay. that I'd been here for longer. Can no. okay. What's your favorite movie? Depends the sort of mood I'm in. Uh, quite like war films and stuff like that. There's uh, there's in Lone Survivor. We we Mark Wahlberg about a team of Navy SEALs. Uh, if it's a comedy, kind of like. Will Ferrell sort of stepbrothers things and stuff like that. Uh -huh. So you like I, I watched that film you were speaking with last week. Aye. War Aye, film is my favourite. So here's a good info. I can just picture you doing this, Mikey. Okay. If you could be a lead singer in a band, which band would it be? Oof. I would like to say uh, the Foo Fighters. Uh, kind of a rock band. So okay. I, I, do, I do like my rock music. like, But I, uh, I'm also stuck... Stuck in the seventies and eighties and Alex, so okay. I like a bit of American rock. I like the Eagles and stuff like oh, that. Okay. So could maybe see me being a lead singer and guitarist in there, like so. Okay, I can just picture you with your long hair being aye. a good boy. Oh, I can <laughs> in the seventies. Huh? <laughs> right, your final question: What do you think the standard of referees in the league nowadays? Uh, well, looking for as a as a fan now and looking outwards for. Looking into the game now, I think the standard should I. It's always getting better. Uh, I maybe wasn't the referee's best friend and stuff like that when I played. I was using his lug, sharpening a while. I tried to get the best for your team, but it's not a job anybody would want to do. Difficult job. They met our fit standard of it, but mm -hmm. again, we're speaking about VAR there. Referees have got that at their disposal now that. And they are still getting grief for making the decision then it being overturned so if it's a point to them but in our standard in high league it's in, what a job it is and I think I think nobody's ever going to be happy can you always get to come off and say well that ref is a shit game or whatever uh, but uh, I do take my hat off to them now that you sit back and kind of think because uh, as I say it's not a, a job that you'd like or or uh, Want to do, but I think they do do a good job in the whole. Like, 
So I think they did good. A, a quick story. I was watching a, a game on a Saturday here with the ref, and I thought it was a poor game. Aye. They broke the Nehe game the following Saturday. It was Vale against Rothers, and it was the same ref, and I watched him closely, and he had a brilliant game. Aye. So I didn't have my black and white eyes on Aye. <laughs> well, that's maybe true enough, and I like it. Uh, no, but I, I think a lot of the refs in a Hain League, you know, you, you, because you're playing... It's all the same refs, basically. The the other mm-hmm. games, so you can, you can kind of there's certain things you can kind of build up a wee relationship with, mm-hmm. yeah, relationship with, but you can kind of speak to them during the game. And, can feel you'll get a while with some of them. You can feel you'll get a while mm-hmm. with some of them, and you can you can you can chill them up. But there's other things that just when I speak to you at all, uh, and can there's just there's just nay 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 chilling them up like. But there's a few there's a few good things here. Um, as you say, he was always in a lot getting my wee nap by. I I would like to, I was always just try to get the the best for the team and and tell the referee that, that my opinion was and just keep him right and keep him right <laughs> I maybe a bit uh, over the top sometimes but uh, I, I think I ever got booked for dissent so uh, that oh, should that's be alright. Well, mate, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you. Yeah, I'm sure we could sit here till morning, morning, yap a bit fit, but aye, well, and uh, thank you very much. Yeah, and I'm sure the fans will love hearing your story. Hopefully, right, thank you very much, mate. Cheers. Thanks for listening to my podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to be involved in the show or you'd like to nominate somebody who you would like to hear come on the show, get in touch. My name is Willie McKenzie. You can contact me on 07-904-756-332. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for more episodes. Thank you.